So watch that again. guys it's monday night welcome to let's grow pulling got big ride directly below me the great charles posh posh is it we call you posh or pooch i want to know that actually the right way yeah like like there's only one oh not two it's like posh yeah no we'll go with the posh long oh all, all posh. posh like a like a poached egg but posh yeah you got it okay. no i want to i want to do it right charles because i, I was good. you know what I've, been, I've had my name butchered for for all my life, and I, I'm overcorrecting people. I don't so even Ryan sat me down one day and Preach. said, Roos Sink. This is exactly what he did with me, and I was sober. Roos Sink. <laughs> Roos Sink, and I, now I don't butcher it anymore. So it's Charles Posh. You got it. Yep. Okay. Cody Vanderholm is easy. You know, I'm not trying. Yeah. I'm not trying to say you're easy, Cody. I'm just saying it's easy to say your last name. So. He's easy. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> and the great Chris Wiggle. Friend of all of us, uh, I don't know if Charles knows Wags as much as we do, but uh, I don't. He's the promoter of a Rumble by the Refuge number ten. Uh, he only counts the ones that happen. That's why they're up to ten. They've had some rainouts. They've had some floods. Um, they've had uh, so freaking hot down there you could scream. Right now he is in the air conditioned um, announcers tower, which is freaking awesome, Charles. To announce them. So I, is that the same tower that uh, you and uh, Andrew were in? I haven't I haven't had Andrew down there. I'm trying to think. Oh, where was that? He went out. He went out to somewhere out there in Missouri for one. Bruce, Years where ago. did I have Drew at in Missouri at? Yeah, I don't know. He right. may have he may have been down there before me. I'm not sure. Sorry to derail it. That's okay. That's okay. I want to derail it. <coughs> I got a funny like something I want to do. So today, um, I was going through all the Hutchinson videos from the weekend and all the different names of the pulling tractors, and I thought it'd be fun to make a couple sentences, but you could only use, like, names of pulling trucks and pulling tractors. But, like, you could throw an and and a the. So Waggles tractor is the Jolly Green Giant. So, like, I was like, what could we do, like, with a Jolly Green Giant? I mean, you could throw – you could have a lot of fun with this, right? So, Charles, let's do this. Let's kick off the show. We are promoting um, Chris Waggle. Mountain City, Missouri, Rumble by the Refuge, June 24th to 25th. But I want to have a little bit of fun. And I also have another idea. Waggle, think of this. Let's set up like a little game show thing, okay, where we just get a card table and have three little lights. And let's get like, let's say you went and got three pro stock pullers, like Brandon, Simon, uh, Yoder, and let's say who else would be good at that? Good personality, be fun to pick on. Kevin Masterson, right? And just have useless trivia. Set those three at a table and then say like, all right, and have like a little dinger and then say, what's the capital of Montana? You know, and like film this. I just think, guys, <laughs> this is something we truly, truly need to do. We truly need to do. Bozeman. Bozeman would be good. 
Oh, no, Bo- no Bozeman. Bozeman, Montana. Capital of Montana. <laughs> Look at Wagle. Look at Wagle coming in with some knowledge there. Coming in with some knowledge. So, anyway, Chris, welcome to Let's Grow Pulling. We do this every Monday night. Uh, again, our distinguished panel of, of us, as well, the great Charles Posh above me, Cody Vanderholm and Ryan Roos St. below me. Brett Yarn comes on when he can. Uh, the great Paul Romat comes on when he can. Leroy Schluter's pretty selfish. He only comes on when he wants to. And uh, that's pretty much the gang of us. So I'm just calling them out. It's all good. It's all good. So anyway, guys, welcome to Let's Grow Pulling. It is, it's it's go time. I mean, it's really starting to get cranked up now. I mean, it's fun to it's fun to scroll your Facebook and not see a bunch of political posts and just see pulling trucks and pulling tractors. And I really feel like after this weekend, it's really got jamming again. So right now, Chris Wegel is sitting in the announcer stand at the Rumble by the Refuge, the old rodeo grounds there in Mound City, Missouri. This Friday, this Saturday, 6 p.m., gates open at 5. Champions Tour Pro Stocks, Champions Tour two-wheel drive mod trucks, Champions Tour Light Super, Silver Series 4-1s, Western Series Pro Farms, and 6200 Pro Stock 4x4s, and Nebraska Bush Light Modified Tractors. It's going to be a heck of a great show. Chris, welcome to Let's Grow Pulling. What's happening in Missouri, buddy? <coughs> Excuse me. I had to cough. Just started off. Oh, thank you. Appreciate getting on tonight. Um, well, it's pretty warm, you know, it's been in the low nineties, but come to be expected this time of year, weather's been good. We've been catching timely range. Crops are great in this part of the world. Uh, we actually got our crops in pretty timely this year. We was missing a lot of the rains that I know the guys, uh, North and East caught and, uh, a lot of people still planting, but, uh, things look really good here. Things are coming together. Great for the pull. Uh, I'm looking at Mitchell as we speak. He's out there shredding, and uh, there's about 15 other people out here doing odd jobs, and uh, everything looks great so far. Chris, how did this all come about? Um, the Mount, the Rumble by the Refuge. Who, whose brainchild? Talk about the early days. Hmm. Well, and this was this was about 14 years ago. Uh, this would be 14 if we'd had them all. Uh, of course, floods, the Missouri River floods, two of those, and rainouts have uh, shortened it up. But 14 years ago, the rural firemen came to me, and of course, they knew I was always gone to tractor pulls, and you know I was heavily involved in it, and uh, they wanted to have a pull here, and I told them, no way, no way, and they said, well, why is that? I said, guys, to start with, we don't have good tracks. This facility where we're setting is all basically gumbo. And for those of you that are farmers know what gumbo is, it doesn't really make a good pulling track. And I said, the first thing we'd have to do is haul in a bunch of dirt, you know, and I'm talking a lot to build good pulling tracks. And then there's so much other stuff and you guys don't want to do this. Well, they was adamant and they're like, Hey, we've got a local guy here at Hall of Dirt. We can get this done, you know, and, and to their credit, they pitched in, they got local help, and I believe last count we was somewhere around, I don't know, we've hauled more dirt in since then, but it was astronomical, the loads of dirt that was hauled in to build these two pulling tracks. And we used a mixture of clay and sugar dirt, or what we call, some of you would know as windblown lowest soil. We're blessed with that here. There's a whole bluff of it here all along Mound City that was blown in here a thousand years ago. 
and uh, that that wind bloom soil, that lowest soil, goes together with clay, and it makes a really good track, and it it'll come apart and go right back together, and it takes water really well. So that's kind of how it got started, and uh, it just kind of evolved from there. You know, we didn't have much for facilities here when we started, and you know, we keep adding. We've had a lot of things. We've built miles of fence and to control the crowd and you know, mm -hmm. added electrical on both sides. It was not here. And of course, built a crow's nest for Jason. We built this for Jason and put an air conditioner in it and then he bailed on us. But that's a side joke. Anyway, <laughs> we've done a lot of work and uh, Do we teach should we teach him a lesson, tell him we can remove him? Wiggle, you got to be nice to me or I'll just kick you off the show. That's how this works. Well, that's okay. Kick me off. <laughs> I had to. Sorry, buddy. I've had a lot of good times here with you, Jason. And, of course, uh, you know, the local mayor take, has taken golfing every time he comes down. You know, he requires quite a bit of attention. But uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate oh. everything, everything you've done for us. You put us on the map, and uh, I'll forever be thankful for that, Jason. Well, it's, it's a heck of a good event. My good friend, Ryan Rusink. Um, God, Ryan, what's the first time I had you come down there and shoot pictures? Do you remember, bud? 14. 14. So uh, we were talking, right? And I said, you need to come down and check this out. Yep. And I've been like a bad penny. I kind of hung around ever since. Kind of hung around ever since. So, Wags, I met Ryan years ago. He came to Sigourney, Iowa and took a picture of my dad's D21 back then. You know, this is before Facebook and all that was real popular. It was starting to happen, and he got me a picture of that, and then Ryan and I have been friends ever since. So um, it's been a lot of fun. been a lot of fun over the years uh, getting well, to I, going to polls and all that good stuff. So I think I remember Ryan's first trip down here. I think I tried to throw him out. but uh, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Since then, we've become best friends. By the way, Ryan, I got you a room. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, um, again, I got the poster up on the screen right now, um, covering up our beautiful faces, but you can see Weggle, and that's all that matters. See Cody, half of Charles. I can't really say half of Ryan because that's a big, big piece, and then I got me all covered up there, so it's all good in the hood. But, again, this Friday, this Saturday, 6 p.m., gates open at 5 p.m., Lucas Oil Champions Tour Pro Stocks, um, Light Supers, and two-wheel drive trucks. We have all seen lighter numbers on the Grand National and the Champions Tour this year. Two reasons. I, I witnessed it up in Hutchinson this weekend as well. Uh, parts, guys, are not easily to come by, especially in the diesel world. And then gas, I think fuel prices and farming, wouldn't you say, Wags? Yeah. Yeah. Some people still farming, and and uh, I know some pro stock pullers. I, I, I know most all of them, and I've talked to them, and, uh, you know, some of them still farming, and they're trying to make it. I, I'm not going to mention any names. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but I've there's a couple that are trying to get done and trying to get here. And, uh, and let's hope we do, but you know, anytime you schedule a pull this early in the season, you know, we all know the pro stock guys, they really don't like to pull till about the first of July. And, uh, just for reasons like we're talking about, but I think we're going to have a decent turnout of them. We, we had a meeting this evening at six 30, the, the fireman and, you know, getting our ducks in a row and, I think we're looking at we're looking at a hundred hooks. I think both nights. So you know, hundred hooks are pretty good. Yep, that's a great show. That's and the reason I bring that up, Chris, because that's what I wanted to segue into is 
if you go to Mountain City, you're not you're not going to be short hooks or entertainment or anything like that. It's a great event. Um, yeah, there might not be 15 pros there this year or 18. There might just be 10 or 12. But you know what? They're still going to be the best of the best of the nations. You know, Brandon Simon's coming to whoop everybody's ass again, and everybody else is loading bear trying to whoop his ass and back. Because I mean, Simon swept Nashville and Farley, so he's yep. on fire right now. Um, who did we see pop in? Did Yoder, Charles? Did Yoder pop in at National? I feel like we picked up a couple more in Farley as the season's gone on. Do you guys remember in the pro stock class? Like who was in Farley that wasn't in Nashville? A couple of them, right? I'd have to go back and look. I honestly don't know. No, I know. We we uh, do a lot. We talk about a lot of polls. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Sorry. Um, not that you're really afraid of anything, but you know what I'm trying to say. No, not scared of it, but also wasn't there either like uh, those other two. So. Oh, there's a little. Oh. Let me find my little bus where I throw you guys in front of the bus. I got that right here. I put this Ryan's thinking about it. I can tell. I can see the wheels turning. I don't, yeah. <laughs> well, Jason, we do have a we do have a five zero for you know uh, Western Series this year. Put in all of you guys know a new class of five zero pro stocks, which yep. is just like what the Outlaws run. And uh, you know we actually have a tractor being built. It's not done yet. If it was, we'd be we'd have it here. But uh, a good friend of mine, Richard Warren, out of uh, South Missouri, is bringing his 5.0 Pro up for his first pass here. He's going to hook with the big boys. And, Outstanding. Uh, that's that's going to be kind of cool. You know, we can talk about that, talk about the differences in the tractors and, and, uh, and see, you know, get to see one. And we may have two of them here. And uh, so that's, that's something a little different. Did, Ro did Richard keep the same sheet metal, Chris? Yes, sir. Same sheet same actually same tractor, still cast iron. Okay. Uh, still can't. That's still Rodney Snicker's old pro stock, and wow. uh, and uh, they Rodney said most definitely everything in it will take it, no problem. And uh, Rodney, of course, Rodney's been working feverishly on it, and he got it done because you know it rained out there where Rodney's at for about a month while everybody else was planting, and he didn't have anything else to do but work on Richard tractor. So he got it done, and. Uh, it's ready to go. Love it. Sweet. Again, if you're just joining us, Let's Grow Pulling every Monday night. You can also listen to our podcast. This will be up tomorrow on iTunes and Spotify. And I did record a podcast as well with Chris last night. That's already posted. we got quite a few listens to that already. But we're talking Mountain City, Missouri for the next 14 minutes or so with Chris Wiggle, promoter of the Mountain City Rumble by the Refuge this Friday, this Saturday, June 24th and 25th, 6 p.m. start time. Gates open at 5 p.m. Uh, the highlight again is Lucas Oil Champions Tour Pro Stocks. Super modified two-wheel drive trucks, light supers. And then we're going to go to, they got Silver Series 4.1 Limited Pros, Western Series uh, Pro Farms, Western Series 4x4 gas trucks, the 6,200-pounders, and the Nebraska Bush Light Modified class. So besides Pro Stocks, Chris, um, and I love me some light supers. I'm a tractor guy. Uh, I'm just full full disclosure. Um, but I'm real, I, love, I love the Nebraska Bush Light Modified class. Chris, we talked about it on the podcast last night on iTunes and Spotify, but I love the fact where I see turbines, Allison's single. It's it's it really mixes it up for the fans, and they put on a really nice show. The live mods are a, a favorite. They're a crowd favorite, and they're a personal favorite of mine, just because reasons we talked about last night. You know, back in the old days when I used to go to Bethany, Missouri, and Western Nationals, and all all the events when I was young. Uh, you know, that's what you see. You saw an Allison, you saw a Turbine, you saw a twin Chevrolet, you know, you'd see a single Hemi and uh, and fantastic show. And 
let me tell you, if you, if you was, if you was to uh, do a little side bet on that deal, it's pretty hard to pick a winner when you got them all in one place. Uh, one night the Allison might win, the next night the Turbin might win, the next night the Hemi might win. You just never know. And there's a really good tractor out of Nebraska right now with twin, I think they call them LS7s or LS6 Chevrolets on it. They're turbocharged. And that tractor runs really, really well. That thing is a handful. Charles, yes, do you know that? I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, it's a stair-stepped um, LS with with twins, and not common turbos. They're each each engine has its own set, and uh, it's a it's pretty rowdy. It's pretty cool. That tractor, when he gets hooked to the track, he he got hooked up one night. I remember last year out in Nebraska, and he put like twenty feet on. Him. I mean, he got hooked in. You know, he's he's fun to watch, and they're all fun to watch. Every one of them, and. Uh, you know, I'm really hoping, you know, I added $2,000 to that class this year. Um, we put 1000 in for each night. It's going to be paid out through the whole 10 places. And, uh, you know, the purse on that class, of course, is not as much as your Champions Tour and all the other stuff. And I thought maybe that would help a little bit with those Illinois guys. Some of them might decide to drive out here with a chance to win a little bit more gas money, if you know what I mean. Austin Dornbush, we're talking to you, buddy. I'll get that Oliver in the holler and get out of here. A bunch of you guys go out. Uh, that would the, be huge. The COVID year, the COVID year, Chris is one of the few promoters who had an event. And I we talked about that. And we're not going to get into all that. But, you know, they made the decision to have the event. And uh, it was freaking awesome. And I don't, I, do we have 22 of those light modified? It was a big number. And it was yeah, a big We was up around 20. I remember that. I don't remember the exact number. So right now, uh, I have the the live stream information on the screen covering up our faces. And this is um, live stream. And Chris and I talked about this on the podcast last night as well. Live stream is becoming a big part of what we do. Um, it is It allows for people to, you know, watch the polls, you know, families, home, friends. This allows you to honestly be at every event. You know, Chris, Chris talked about every time. How many TVs do you have going, Chris, at home and computers when there's a live well, stream? Last weekend, I was live streaming. Outlaw tractors, NTPA tractors, and uh, and also uh, World of Outlaws. I'm a big sprint car nut. Always have been. World of Outlaws sprint cars. I had three different live streams going at once. It's hard to keep track of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Bodie Ott says, hopefully you'll have two from Canada, Chris. That'd be pretty cool. Well, now that Bodie, is, is Bill coming back down? That'd be really cool. Answer that. The tractor that we were talking about, Borth says that was in Ravenna Saturday night. It was on a pass, but it went boom. Um, John Bohr had a good question for Chris. Okay. Uh, is the pull a fundraiser for the fire department? If so, does it do well for them? We've been thinking of doing it for one of our volunteer fire departments. And John's out in California, Chris. So yeah, It is. It is. The, the, the Mound City Rural Firemen that you know we got two fire departments here you got a, you got a town <laughs> these are the rural firemen and they have plenty of funding the tax base here more than takes care of of uh, everything they need far as equipment and trucks and you know all that so they decided they wanted to give back to the community 
So they set up a separate, it's a, uh, what, 501, what what's it called? 501C? 501C3. 501C3. Yep. yep. C3. They set it up separate, and 100% of any profits made at this poll goes back. We have four schools in the local county here, whole county. There's four different schools, and 100% of the money goes back to the kids in them schools for scholarships every year. And we will bring those kids out. Now we have two years' worth. We'll bring out on the track. Opening ceremonies will kick off at 6 o'clock. We'll bring the kids down the track, announce their names, give them give them a little bit of limelight, and they really appreciate that, and it's cool for the community. But uh, that's what all the money for Miss Bolt goes for. Awesome. Uh, let's see what else. Again, talking to Chris Wagle, promoter of Rumble by the Refuge, Mount City, Missouri, this weekend, Friday, Saturday. There was a question I wanted to ask you, Chris Latta. I think that's how you say it. Ask Chris about blowing up garden tractors back in the late '80s and early '90s on nitro. Look at Charles's eyes. Do you see Charles's eyes, Bruce? Do it. I pulled I pulled garden tractors for 20 years. Actually, well, about 18. 18 years. I started when I was very young, and we me and my best friend had several of them. And uh, we had an association around here that was kind of lax on rules, if you know what I mean. And they really <laughs> didn't have any rules. And uh, so I had a buddy that had a snowmobile with a nitrous kit on it, and I got to looking at that, and I said, you know what, I think I can make that work on a 16-horse Kohler, and we we put this nitrous oxide on this tractor, and it was 16-horse Kohler, and it was an old Pennsylvania Panzer. Some of you guys might know what them tractors were, but a Panzer had a, actually had a Dodge Dart rear end in them, and uh, so they were bulletproof on the back, and uh, they made good pulling tractors back in the day. <clears throat> we rigged this nitrous up on that thing, and I think we won 14 first place finishes in a row with this nitrous. And everybody was trying to figure out what we'd done. And uh, we hooked one night. It was at the Skidmore Pumpkin Show, which some of you might recognize Skidmore. That's where the famous Ken Rex McElroy was from. Uh, the town bully. But anyway, we hooked a Skidmore pumpkin show one night, and about half track, she leaned out on me. I didn't have enough alcohol going in. Oh. It blew the whole right half side of the block out in the track. And uh, <laughs> at that point, I had, sheet metal, I had sheet metal covering everything, so you couldn't see the nitrous. You couldn't see anything. I was the first one to have side shields on a garden tractor and all that. <laughs> up well it blew half the block and the side shield out in the middle of the track and needless to say that winter they uh outlawed the nitrous in the garden track <laughs> did they let you come back wigs uh yeah i came back but then i went to a cup cadet and and spent all the money with uh our buddy mr vogel out in illinois and ran nitrous methane i ran nitro methane i ran 50 percent I, several years, I run 50% load of nitro. You know, we could do that in Missouri. Illinois didn't allow nitro, but Missouri did. And there were some really good nitro burners in Missouri back in the day. Uh, pretty exciting, actually. We had a lot of fun with those tractors. That's so awesome. Still blows my mind that you went cackle fest with a freaking cup cadet. <laughs> 
It, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the heck out of it. And uh, as I recall, uh, when my first ex-wife went south, I sold the garden tractors and got out of that. And uh, actually, I got into announcing quite a bit at that point in time. And I started uh, Northwest Missouri Tractor Pullers, hired me full-time to announce for them. And I did that. I got to do the Missouri State Fair a couple of years. Uh, really enjoyed announcing. But like everything else, burned out on it after a few years. And uh, then I decided to get into pulling. Well, I should have stayed with garden tractors or announcing. <laughs> One of the two. And, and this is uh, cheaper. This is a little more cheaper. cheaper. Yep. Yeah, a lot cheaper. A lot cheaper. For those of you, and we always get questions to the Facebook page. I help with the Mountain City Facebook Rumble by the Refuge Facebook page. Everybody wants to know where is the live stream. I just posted that in the comments. Zolik and I will be posting that throughout the week as well. But it just you can find what's smoking.net, click on live stream and scroll down. You can find that. And Zolik will be doing it. Does a great job with the live stream. So uh if you can't be in Mountain City at the Rumble by the Refuge you can still enjoy it. And again, with the live streams, guys, you buy that, you can watch it up to a year for part of that original package. So, I mean, it's a smoking deal and it supports the event, supports the Mountain City firemen and um, you still get to enjoy the show. So please, please, if you can't be in Mountain City, please check out what's smoking.net for all of that. Hey, Wags, who are, we have a title sponsor this year. Uh, what'd you say? Nature's what? Nature's fertilizer. This, okay. is, this is now known as Rumble by the Refuge presented by Nature's Fertilizer. And it's the first time we've had a, somebody step up. We've been looking for a title sponsor, you know, since we started, but that's a big chunk of money. And, uh, you know, we had Nature's Fertilizer stepped up this year. We really appreciate them coming on board. Uh, we have a ton, just a ton of unbelievable sponsors at this poll. You know, everybody knows what it takes just to turn the key when you bring a first person through the gate. And to be honest with you, I'm, I don't care how many people you, you don't have enough grandstand and you don't, you can't sell enough live stream for a show to stand on its own without the sponsorship. And everybody knows that. And uh, we just have some awesome, awesome sponsors here that, that stay with us every year. You know, we had to rain out last year. And of course, we gave the sponsors the option. We'll send you a check back or you can roll it to next year. And I'll be honest with you. 90% of them rolled it to next year and then told us we'll write you another check next year, too. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, the sponsorship. And, and we couldn't do it without that. We just couldn't. So we really, really appreciate them people and we really appreciate nature's coming on board as a sponsor they they're really backing us big time wags are they are they like some local people or some friends or how did you how did you get come in connection with them uh actually uh mitchell mitchell uses nature starter on all of his crop ground which he, you know he farms several thousand acres and uh got talking to his rep and Told him what we was doing here. Of course, he goes, well, I watched that on television. We saw that on TV, you know, 2020, and it, it kind of fell, fell together like that. Nice. Nice. Well, Wags, let's wrap it up, and then I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to move on to Chris Schreier. I'm going to go from Chris to Chris tonight during our show. So, well, and Friday I, night. I'd Friday like night. To, go ahead. Yes, I'd like to mention, you know, 
a lot of people ask me the question, well, why do you guys do it on Toma weekend? Well, you know, we're a different demographic. We're, we're a long ways from Toma. I've been to Toma. I love that tractor pull. It's a great pull. And, uh, but we're, you know, this part of the world, we draw a lot of fans that just are not going to drive to Toma. But I will tell these people, and there's a lot of them out there like you and all of us sitting here tonight, you know, we'll drive to those big poles. And uh, now that we have the live stream, the Toma people, I want you to go to Toma and support Chris's show up there. That's a wonderful show. Buy our live stream. When you get home, you can watch it, or you can watch it on your phone while you're sitting there watching it at Toma, and vice versa for my people. You know, everybody down here can buy NTPA's live stream and watch Toma while they're watching this pool. That's a great part of this live stream. I think it's just the way of the future. I really do. I do, too. I mean, I've had, I've, I've had people do that. I mean, they'll be watching a live stream one poll while they're sitting at another poll. And I know Charles has seen it, too, when we're cruising around yeah. talking to people and things like that. So. Yep. We, we may, I may have even done it in the tower at certain events. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. At UCC, we were watching what was going on at Galat. Yep. It happens. It happens. Well, we're all pulling fans. We all love this stuff. So it's all good. So No, we all, we all need to support every association. I'm a firm believer in that. I'm not, you know, we have PPL here and I love PPL and I love working with John and Christy, but I'm here to tell you, we, there's too many events one association can't do it all, you know. PPL can't do it all. NTPA can't. Neither can outlaws. And and uh, we all need to work together. And and uh, I love them all. I love every one of them. I subscribe to all of them, you know. And and I hope everybody feels the same way. Cool. Well, Chris, good luck with the weather this weekend. Um, good luck with your event. It's a great place to pull. Again. Mountain City, Missouri, Old Rodeo Fairgrounds, June 24th, 25th, 6 p.m. start time. The gates open at 5 p.m., highlighted by Champions Tour pros, light supers, and two-wheelers. Chris, have a great week. If you need any extra something this week, just give me a text, and I'll make it happen. Hey, thank you guys for all you do. Thank all you other guys. You guys all work tirelessly all year long, especially on the Polar's Championship, which, by the way, I thought was awesome. And uh, I can't say enough about what all of you do for the sport, and I really appreciate it. Thank you for giving me the time this evening. Thanks, Wakes. Take care, buddy. Thanks. Thanks. See you Friday, buddy. See you Friday. You bet. See you. Chris Schreier, how are you tonight, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Welcome to Let's Grow Point, everybody. This is Chris Schreier. He is the son of Dave Schreier. I'm just going to get that out there right now, okay? Dave Schreier is his dad. Dave Schreier is kind of a big deal. Kind of saved truck and tractor pulling back. What year was that? 67, Chris? Oh, no. No, he didn't move down uh, to Ohio until about 86. 86? 86. 67. So what year did he kind of – What year did he get involved with the NTBA then and help them out or the WPI? How did all that come together? That that was uh, that was 86 when he okay. was down there. Yeah. So you guys really were just pullers for a long time then? Yeah, yeah, we were pullers from the early 70s into the mid-80s. Nice. Well, it's Toma week, everybody. Um, I'm still working. So, Chris, I told you, Big Rye, my buddy there to the left of you on the screen, he taught me about the, the song the Living on Tulsa Time. So I kind of want to do a song Living on Toma Time, but I need to get I need to get my cohorts over here to help me come up with some lyrics. But I think that'd be a lot of fun. What night is High Mileage playing? High mileage isn't playing. We've got uh, the Texas band and Entourage on Saturday night. 
Okay. Well, I'm not so, Howard Bush. Sorry about Richard. That. Hi, Miles. Yeah, I think I mentioned it. He, he's played here before. He's a local guy, and he would help write those lyrics. But yep. Uh, we'll have to do that sometime later. Yeah, I know Spanky. Oh. I know Spanky. So anyway, yeah, I, I was hoping you had that all written already. Yeah, <laughs> have that time. <laughs> I Don't said, give him the mic. That's all we're asking. Don't give him the mic. You, you got a lot of windshield time once in a while. I figured you'd throw that right together. Well, funny story that you guys talk about windshield time. I was driving home from Hutchinson Sunday, and Mackenzie, I was in the semi, or I was not in the semi. Doug and Hope had the semi. They went to a truck show in Minneapolis on the way home and put the truck and trailer on display in the tractor for a couple hours. And I'm driving Mackenzie's truck. Mackenzie's uploading videos from Hutchinson, and I'm just cruising along. The low gas light comes on, and I'm like, ah. Oh, We'll be fine. And so I said, hey, Siri, what's the closest gas station? It was Dodge Center, Minnesota, 10 miles away. And I'm like, oh, we're golden. And I was pulling the U-Haul because we had all merch with us. And about 8.2 miles from my 10-mile destination, she just stopped. So I looked at Mackenzie and said, Mackenzie, I did this. This is on me. So I get out and I start walking. I jogged a little bit, maybe 10 yards. And I said, I'm not into jogging. So I kept walking. Well, a nice truck driver pulled over. He does not want me to name his company because he said he'd get fired. Uh, but I said, why did you stop? And he goes, well, because you didn't look completely homeless. And I'm like, well, thank you for that, sir. He took me into Dodge Center, Minnesota. I went to the Quick Trip, which if you bring your Quick Trip receipt or show your Quick Trip app to the Budweiser Dairyland Super Nationals Thursday night, you get $5 off your ticket. See how I did that segue, Schreier? Yeah, thank you. Worked right into that one. Pretty, pretty impressive. Anyway, spent $19.83 on my uh, a two-gallon empty gas can. Went out and got my $5 <laughs> gas. And I basically stood at the pumps and I waited for people and I started talking to people. And I'm like, I know this is odd, but I would like a ride about three or four miles from here back out to my car on Highway 14. Um, and they said, and I met a nice gentleman named Gary. His kids both work at um, oh, at Mayo in Rochester. And he told me his grandpa always taught him it's better to, it's easier to fill the top half of the tank than the bottom half of the tank. So <laughs> I, uh, I learned a valuable lesson, guys. So I want to thank Dodge Center, Minnesota. I will never forget them now. They're forever etched in my memory uh, as good people. Good people, Schreier. So. <laughs> good. Oh, you got an honest face, so it's a good thing they picked you up, helped you out. I, I like to hear that. That makes me feel yeah. good. So what I'm going to do right now, don't Chris. Start, don't start inflating his ego now. <laughs> <laughs> I Chris, his that. head's not going to fit through the door anymore. You know this, no, right? No. Yeah. New I want to show the video uh, for the great Budweiser Dairyland Super Nationals. Toma and Chris and I talked about this. I spent a couple hours with Chris, last Tuesday before the tornado came through, it did not get the fairgrounds, right, Schreier? Right. No damage at all. Okay, good. Because I know that was one thing. But it did, did hit, it did hit the airport, right? Just just east to the airport. Yeah, it's just two miles out of town here is where it hit really hard. Wow. Anyway, here is the, the promo video, uh, the TV commercial for the Budweiser Dairyland Super Nationals. This Thursday, Friday, Saturday, five great sessions, June 23 through 25. Starting out with digging hard. I turn the sound off. Founding Power Pack Pulling returns to the Monroe County Recreation Park June 23rd, 24th, and 25th. It's the Budweiser Dairyland Super National. Toma welcomes five action pack sessions, three days of NTPA pulling power on two horsepower hungry pulling tracks. Info at tomatractorpool.com. That's tomatractorpool.com. June 23rd through the 25th, it's the Budweiser Dairyland Super Nationals. That Doc Riley's voice? Yes, it, it sure sounds like it was a 10 dB drop on the, the octave there. Yep, that's kind of what I figured there. So, Andy Gerboss says Chris is the man. 
And we all know Andy don't lie. So, I mean, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty legit there, right? Thanks, Andy. Yeah. Um, Facebook user says, thanks, Chris. Somebody says, just medium homeless? That's 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 on me, Shire. That's not on you. So. Uh, has Chris Shire met the Skeller brothers who have never missed an event at Toma? Yes, he has. And yes, I met him up in Hutchinson. And they were telling me that they were going to see there. So I'm going to get a picture with them and Chris. And we're going to put that on the Facebook page. So that's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, they look me up every time they get here. Yep, they do. They were um, they were in Hutchinson. The one brother always works me for a free hat. He's relentless on that, Chris. So I just kind of know that's <laughs> going to happen now. So I just always give him the hat off my head, and then I just go back to my trailer and grab another one, and then mm-hmm. then away we go. So then away we go. Well, Chris, it's poll week. Um, again, it's seven o'clock at night for Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, night, and it's noon for Friday and Saturday. The sessions. I'm jacked. Um, my filter was clean on my tractor after Hutchinson and I get a pull Thursday night and if God willing I get a pull Friday night as well too the tractor keeps running and to have the limited pros up there and Friday night lights in Toma and Chris I know I told you this but last year um Friday night was electric in Toma uh not the weather the, the, just the atmosphere the place was full and it was packed and it was a it was a blast like the Toma I remember as a kid and just just full house nuts. I know it's full every year, Chris, but there was something special about Friday night last year. I don't know if it was the weather. Or I don't know if it's because it's been COVID and we were all ready to get out and see some Grand National polling in Toma. But it was it was awesome, absolutely awesome. So yeah, it was it was a great crowd last year. I mean, everybody was pumped for seeing polling again in Toma. With that that year off didn't help anything, but it brought the people back on why they wanted to be there. So uh, yeah. You felt it too then, so Friday night felt good. That's why Saturday was so disappointing. I know that's with the rain great. all day long. Yep. It's funny, guys. We walked out of the the, the fairground office where the like where the Monroe County Ag people were working. I'm like, oh, it looks like it's gonna rain. He's like, no, no, it was gonna rain on the track. The clouds would be right over there. Like he's Chris has learned over the years to uh where that which rain clouds to watch and which ones he knows are gonna go north or south or whatever. So um yes. for any of you who have questions about Toma. Please type them into the comments. Um, if you have any memories about Toma, if you plan on going to Toma, we want to hear some comments. Give Chris some feedback about the event. Chris, sponsor-wise, obviously Budweiser. How long has Budweiser been the title sponsor? Has it been many, many years? Or oh, yeah. Um, old Style was for the first couple of years, and then uh, Budweiser came in probably about 77 and been here ever since. Yeah, that's a good thing. So, and then they uh, are going to have the John Deere Bush Light cans, right? We talked about this? Yes, yep. Yep, they're going to have them here. So, so they funny, ordered them way early. Funny story. Um, I was I was the – Phil was up in the booth, Phil McIntyre, Friday and Saturday Night Hutch. I was the the fun guy. I had the wireless mic kind of cruising around, and I was looking for people drinking John Deere Bush Light, and I couldn't find anybody, and I finally found somebody. I'm like, hey, I found somebody drinking a John Deere Bush Light. Well, come to find out they weren't selling it there. She had brought them in on her own, and the cameras had focused in on me, so I embarrassed the crap out of this girl. <laughs> It was kind of fun. So, but this weekend, I'm going to catch international fans drinking those Bud Lights with the John Deere's. I'm going to get pictures of them, and yeah. I'm going to have a little bit of fun with that. Charles, don't you think we could uh, enjoy that a little bit? You, you probably should because um, I won't. Because I won't. <laughs> I'm sure it'll make uh, the beer taste a little bit better too. Won't yep. Oh, Mr. Billboard's in here. Colin Burkholz. He loves. Toma loves him. How do we say this, Schreier? Does. Burkholz's love Toma, or does the Toma track love the the, the 1456? It's mutual. It's it mutual. Is, pretty much. Yep. Great local boy. 
when they won, when they won last year on Friday night, Burkholtz's dad, Daddy Burkholtz, Doug, who pays the bills. Colin knows this. I love picking on Colin. I wish I always tell him I wish I had a dad who built me a light pro that won Toma. That's an inside Burkholtz joke. Um, <laughs> Doug was just sitting in the roll cage in the trailer, just drinking beer like nobody's business, and he wasn't coming out of there. And he had a smile on his face. Oh, it made me so happy. Because yeah. uh, Doug needed that. Doug needed that. And it just made me smile. So Yeah. Well-deserved. Yeah. Well They're a great deserved. family. Great family to know. What happened to the Clydesdales in Toma? I do not remember Clydesdales. Chris, can you refresh my memory? Oh, man. I wish I could remember the year. Um, they were here one year, though. Uh, that was the early, early 80s. Budweiser brought them in. We're looking at them again in the future here. We got a 50th coming up. So. Um, didn't it's a big year to get them. Did Boxlers do something with the Pro or their Super and some Clydesdales up in New York, Langford or something, Charles? No, they've always had draft horses where they that was the kind of tradition at Langford for their hometown pole to bring the tractor out with with draft horses, um, but it was not tied to, to Budweiser directly. Gotcha. Chris, what was the last year that you drove Green Power Express, your guys' tractor? Green Power Special. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't want me to correct you. But... Did that go to – you can correct me. I'm wrong all the time. Um, did, did you guys sell the, did that go to Linehan's? What's the lineage of that tractor? Oh man, you want the history on it. Uh, well, duh. Yeah. That's uh, a long story. Back in the early seventies, uh, when they bought the Cajun queen from uh site instructor implement down in Mexico, Missouri, uh, dad and Mike Linehan went into partnership with that tractor. So it was a uh, Shire Linehan team back then. Uh, then we built a second tractor in 76. And then after that, about a year after that, then Mike went on his own way with the pulling sled. You know, he ran his own pulling sled for a while, so we went pulling with both those tractors until about 82. Dad continued to about 84, 85. Okay. And and uh, my tractor went into pieces, and his went to uh, Keener out east. Bambi? Could be, yeah. Frank? Keener, Frank, Frank Keener. Keener, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. So, so I, I wish there was a lot more years there, but it, it ended there. We're so busy with running the pole here, and he went to Ohio to run the NTPA. So uh, we kind of got out of the pulling and decided just to be promoter instead, which we Chris, which, which one of the Cajun Queens did you have? Two, right? 4320. The so would have been Cajun Queen 2? Two? 2, because the 4020 was the first one. Yep. And, and the 44 was really close to the 43 timing-wise. But the 43 deer got involved with that one, and that was actually somewhat built. The motor was somewhat built in John Deere, within John Deere. Interesting. Uh, they had some interest. There was some guys that wondered because uh, Siren Striker made a, a great motor uh, on that 4020, and they wanted to know how you did that, so they started experimenting with the 43. And props to Eddie for not letting them have it cheap either. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that tractor had a lot of history. That 43 mm -hmm. that, we, that we bought. It won at Louisville, I think, the year before we bought it. You know where it is now? Yes. They bought it back, pieces, and put it back together. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So it's now they just Now they just need to get three back from Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. And I know they've yeah, been working it, on it. If it's there, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's sitting in a Yeah, that, that, that was the beginning years, you know, and, and Jason, when you were here the other day, we were talking about memories and things like that of the pole here. Now you think about 
the Hall of Fame people that went through these polls when we started back then, you know, you take the Marshall Myers and the Henry Pipers and the Heilman brothers with the Modifieds, you know, you think about all those names of who started this and built it to where it is. You know, those guys pulled for years and, and got a lot of you guys, the younger ones involved. So thank goodness for those people. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Um, Rudy Lindhurst has a, Lindhurst has, he was up in Hutch with us this weekend. He's got a comment for Colin Burkholz. Going to go on for another winter circle finish like you've been doing since your class ran at Toma. So Rudy will get a good picture there. So did you say, did you say, is that John Lowe's coming over from the, across the pond as well? Do you say somebody else is coming over, Rudy, to Toma, one of the photographers? Rudy and Jan Bettenhouse. Oh, okay. Jan was the president of the association over there for years. Awesome. And he's coming home. Yep. I'm going to sit them down. Hey, uh, good ones are coming up with the Intimidator at Atoma. Chris, they they joined Grand National up in Hutchinson. So, oh, they are. Great. Yeah. I have not Great. seen Dennis Goodwin in a couple years, and we sat down and stayed up way too late with them, and we heard some good stories about the good old days. So, and uh, nice. that was a lot of fun. Down, that was a lot of fun. What is Kleppy and Borth doing? What? Cle oh, God. <laughs> I'm, there? I'm so. just – Checking in on your employer. I think he's out messing around. I think. Oh, he's at the bar. Yeah, you guys are at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> They're in Boaz at Jasper's bar, I bet. You know it. Okay. Well, you get out of hand. I got I got Chris Schreier on here, so got somebody important, not a couple schmucks like you sitting in Boaz. <laughs> I seen Chris Schreier pull tractor way before you even knew who Chris Schreier was, Schultz. <laughs> well then tell me some Chris Schreier stories, Jason Cleppy. Uh, he was Pretty wild back in the day on the blacktop days. I remember that very well oh. with the old 4010. Yeah. Is there a 4010 yeah. or 20? 4010. That's what I went to um, after the dirt pulling. We went back to local pulling on blacktop and around the state. That was a lot of fun. That's when Mark, that uh, boy probably never admitted, but I pretty well cleaned his clock many times. <laughs> I always like to work on him. Paisy. Yeah. It was fun pulling with them and Lynn's. We'd go up in their hometown and, and, the green ones would beat the blue ones up there, and they I didn't care. I kind of feel like this needs a grudge match. You think we can set that up? <laughs> I think right? you better start turning wrenches, Chris, because we know how to get a hold of Kevin and Mark. I bet, yeah, and find a, a blacktop street someplace, and we go yeah, back. We can here. find that. I can't. Yeah. We, we can. We can go to Mexico and make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, in September, we can do it. We can pull in the dirt in the afternoon and the blacktop at night. Oh, there man. we go. Yep. I just did right behind the midway there. Where all you the remember when Lens used to remember when Lens used to start at like seventy five hundred with that seventy eight ten and take it all the way to fifteen thousand. I did that up there at uh, Dorchester. Dorchester or Colby? Colby. I did that with my forty ten. Went from five all the way up to thirteen five. Wow. You had eight thousand pounds of weight, Schreier. <coughs> yeah. I, well, I ran about a thousand light in that upper class. I couldn't borrow enough weight and didn't have any place to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, yeah. that's awesome! And they used to, uh, they used to give you, uh, whose dropper boxes up there? Myers. 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 Yeah. Every class you won, they throw your name into a hat, and if they drew your name, uh, you have chopper box for a year to use. And I won uh, four of the five classes, but I didn't get the chopper box. Somebody else had gotten one of the. Go figure, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun, man. Those guys have a blast up there. That's the heart of pulling up in that area, too, central Wisconsin. Chris, do you ever miss getting into the seat? Oh. Yeah, every year this time of year. 
when they all come oh, here. God, yeah, of course. But but otherwise, yeah. I mean, what about oh, August? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. When you, when you grow up with it in high school, you know, it's part of your life. So, yeah, it, it, that's one of those things that you just can never forget about, and you want to do it again. But all right, then I'm going to ask you the question I ask every guest. So, <laughs> along those lines, if you could steal the keys to anything, past or present, to go pulling with for a weekend. What would you go pulling with, and where would you pull? Oh wow! Oh, take your time, Trier. This is a, you kind of, you know, you're kind of a big deal, so we got to be careful. Where, so. where would I go if I? Are you going to give me a whole year, or just? No, I'm going to give you a weekend. One I'm going to give you a weekend, not oh, a not well, a year. You know where I'd go. Well, I figured that, but I love the track. What and why? What well, I love the track here. I love the people. Uh, hometown, you can't. I mean, you can't do any better than that. Uh, you're dancing you around the. Hometown. You're dancing around the heart of the question, though. <laughs> what would you pull? What would I pull? Yeah. Um, well, it'd be green. Well, I figured that. Nothing else but green. So, which one? If you're looking for a tractor out there, I would go down probably to Helen and talk to our friend Robbie. So and that's the first time Robbie's been mentioned, but it it is, it, it is. But I totally get why. I mean, yeah, yeah. forty ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I believe we used to pull against him way back too, a little bit when he was kind of getting started, and we were out there for a while. But it was local stuff. So, what's Robbie's dad's name? Bob. Okay. So, is Bob the one that's always with Robbie and Esden then, still today? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They bring the whole family up here every year. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. If you're just joining us, uh, Chris Schreier, Dave Schreier's son, I like to say that because Dave Schreier's a name we all know and we thank him for doing what he did back. I always thought it was earlier, but it was actually the mid 80s when uh, the NTPA was. Was it called the NTPA still? Or did you guys oh, rename yeah. it, Chris? No, no. NTPA never got renamed. They just. Oh, yeah. The it's been like yeah. around forever. But yeah. it was really struggling on the verge of bankruptcy and Dave stepped in and saved yeah. it. And, uh, why we still have Poland today, and that's uh, I don't know what well, I don't know what we would do on Monday nights if we didn't have Poland, guys. Well, Ryan would still drink. What do you drink in the night there, Roos? Um, barrel aged narwhal, it's a stout from California. <laughs> okay, out you once in, a year. First, do you indulge in adult beverages or are you anti adult beverage? Oh, no, we, we have to do that. We got a great sponsor, yeah. So, so Budweiser's your favorite then? Well, of the beers, yes. Okay, oh, fair, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. If you're on a, on a hard note, what does Chris drink? Uh, you can pull out a nice bottle of Windsor sometime or or maybe Bullet. So Windsor bullet. comes from you. Is that what Dagen Arts always have in their trailer? Is that, no, is that Windsor? Windsor or Budweiser, yep. Yeah, that's it. So I got into some Windsor juice in Norwalk there a couple of years ago with the Dagen Hart boys and that. Yeah. We saw the sun come up there sitting in uh, old Papa <laughs> Dagen Hart's yard, and I was pretty tired for about a day and a half after that one. So it yeah. was a good time. Yeah, there's always a bottle sitting there ready to be open. So, yeah. Was that the night of uh, when I got rained out in Hillsboro? Yep. And you got home at like five in the morning? Yep. Uh huh. Yep. Good times. Good times. Good memories. Good memories. <laughs> Chris, like we talked about, Toma starts this Thursday night. And I know I'm supposed to call it the Budweiser Dairyland Super Nationals, but everybody in the world calls it Toma. So, excuse me for doing that every now and then. But, Guys, um, if you come in Thursday night, you can save five bucks. All you have to do is bring a receipt from Quick Trip or a um, 
show the Quick Trip app, right? Chris, you're right at the ticket booth, right? Right at the ticket booth, yes. And you can save yeah. five bucks off. And then Friday night is the veterans deal, right? Yeah, salute to the military is Friday night with right. the veterans. Uh, we've got some dignitaries coming in from both bases, and then we have the motorcycle parade to salute to them. You know, we've had that parade now for, man, that's got to go going on 15 years. Great participation. It fills the tracks with bikes. Anybody that rides a bike in that parade gets a free ticket to get into the show once they go park their bike. Uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a good setting that night. That's good. Hey, Megan, how are hey, you? Folks. Good, how are you? Good. Are you coming to Toma, Megan? I don't know. I got to work all weekend. Boo. Maybe Boo. Thursday night. Hey, Chris, how hard, it, how hard was it? How hard was it to uh, for you guys to nail down that uh, partnership or that sponsorship with Quick Trip? How hard? Yeah. Um, was that, I mean, did that take years of, I mean, how did that, how did that all pan out? I mean, you don't have to go into great detail. But no, Quick Trip's been involved with this. So. Uh, one of our board members, Don Cortbein, was a good friend of Don Zitlow's uh, from Quick Trip. Uh, they were gotcha. good friends. And, and Quick, that's been years ago. They've had kind of a relationship with us here. And we went to them now that they keep expanding into a main customer base area with all three states. Um, we just keep talking to them, and they decided let's let's get a little bit more involved. Nice. I think they nice. see the results of being involved. So good for you guys. Yeah. They're making uh, they're making a huge push into Iowa right now, and yes. it's a very welcome thing. Oh, good, good. Yeah, uh, we're getting to know a lot of their people that work there, their managers, and that, and they all come out here and watch the show, participate. So it, it's nice. going to be a good partnership in the future. Well, quick trips, I mean, it's a big, big time in Wisconsin. And like Ryan said, they're moving into Minnesota strong and Iowa, and I think maybe Illinois a little bit too. <clears throat> I'd have to check on that for sure. But again, use that quick trip app or quick trip receipt, save five bucks uh, Thursday night. So I got, I went up last Tuesday with Chris and we spent a couple hours together, made some podcasts. If you haven't had a chance yet, we did a nice 30 minute interview, a lot of memories, a lot of history and Somebody forgot to order the mini rod sled once and uh, for Toma, and they kind of realized it like, hey, where's the mini rod sled? And so Chris told a funny story about that, and uh, they still saved the day because Dave made a call and somebody came up with a mini rod sled. And then we toured the campgrounds. And it, you guys, if you've been to big poles before, camping camping's what makes a big pole even better because people are there and they don't have to worry about driving home and getting a DUI. Uh, they just have to walk their little drunks butts back to their campers or jump on a golf cart with like nine or 10 of them. And there's a lot of good Bowling Green stories and stuff like that. I'm not going to say I've had a lot of fun in Toma as well, but um, the campgrounds, what makes it and the Gerke construction was putting new roads in that day when we were out there. I mean, you see the support of the community in Toma, Chris, can you just talk about, I mean, I feel like the whole town and the County Monroe County just, they rally around Toma. Yeah. Well, and that's really what built it in the earlier years, too, is a community event. I mean, everybody, the businesses, uh, local nonprofit groups. At one time, I think we had 18 nonprofit groups here working, um, raising money for their groups here and helping out. So it, it's a great way to get the community involved by having that. And it's always been that way. Uh, we get the same people back every year, whether they're a member of that nonprofit group or not. They come back and volunteer help and work in the different areas that we need it. Even the city, it's the city grounds mostly. We own part of it too, Egg Society. But it gets the city people and uh, the employees, uh, the city council, everybody involved because it is their grounds too. So it's it's like one big happy family here welcoming everybody into their town. Yep. Hey, those hats behind you, Chris, can you grab one of those? Yeah. I, 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 I want to say, 
the white you know, the white one back there, the Budweiser white one. That one's a good one. Oh, that's that was '87. So you know why they call it the Tomapole because it, on the early hats, it was that way. We wore them all over the place, and everybody knows by the Tomapole, not by the title. So that's they should cool. they should bring that's the awesome. white one back. That's that's cool. No, and, it, and, you know, to get the town name out there and to remember it, uh, it's the best way to do it. Forget about all the titles sometimes. Just do a different way of marketing and, and people remember you. Yep. Um, hey, Chris, if there was one piece of advice that you could give out to a promoter about how to make a pull successful in the long haul, because obviously you guys have proven that you have staying power, yep. and that's not an easy thing to do. What would that piece of advice be? Promoters, visit, pay attention. Yeah, visit as many polls as you can before you decide to do one. And talk to the people. They'll all talk to you. The guys from uh, Dodge City came up to our poll last year and maybe shared some secrets. We don't care. That's what we're there for. And uh, to help them out. And I think they took some back to help their poll. But go to other polls and implement what works. But get out and market your poll, too. You've got to go out... See, that's where we had a little advantage, too, when we started the poll. We were pullers. Right. I remember when I was 13, 14 years old, in between classes or whenever when we were in polling, I was up in the stands handing out flyers for a poll. You walk up and down the stands and out the flyers, give the people another poll they can go to, and that'll help build your crowd, things like that. Social media, you know, does a lot more of that now, but the personal touch of getting out there and letting people know you want them to come and talk to the pullers and to while you're there makes a big difference. I would say that's best advice. There's a lot of other things that go into it. Get your community involved. If you don't have them involved, it won't go because nobody will believe in it. Chris, talk about some of the stories like that. that talk about that 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 ag show that or the farm show. Tell me some of the, those stories. Farm Fest. About. Yeah, Farm Fest. Farm Fest '76, I believe, out in I'm pretty sure it was Crystal Lake, Minnesota, out on the west side. Uh, they were planning that big farm show out there with a pole national poll and and dad said that's when we're going to do our national our first national when they're coming back through the pullers are coming back through so we went out there and polled and invited everybody on their way home to stop and tell them on the way back too and that's helped grow it uh, the pullers it was so hard to get pullers from ohio not to come to wisconsin or beyond that because there was no other events to go to so if they could hit two in one run why not so you know and elkhorn was almost about that time and uh, there's another poll someplace else. But it kind of helped grow the pullers in Wisconsin, too. State Association grew at that time. The regionals grew about that time. And, and it kind of put a footprint here in Wisconsin, too, of what polling is also. Absolutely. Okay, so Morgan Schulte needs help to give his excuse. So Schulte Brothers Polling Team, uh, the Binder Express, can somebody help me make an excuse to give to my dad so we can go to Toma for both Friday and Saturday and not just Saturday? So please help him out. Swing through New Vienna and pick up little Morgan. Well, he's not little, but uh, but he would. It sounds like he'd enjoy that. So they're running Grand National Super Farm this year, right, Roos? I think they are. Dan is. I think so. I think so. I wouldn't swear to it. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't talked to Morgan in a bit. Chris, um, how many uh, how many haulers came from Hudson are already sitting in the parking lot? Uh, there's probably about eight or 10 is all. I think a lot of the guys went, went home to do some work and things like that. Yep. No, Hutch so. was, uh, Hutch was hard on equipment. 
very hard. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. I know. We sent one from Michigan your way too. Oh, did you? Foster's got done at Blanchard, and they were total nice. down. They were not going home. Okay, they might be out here. A lot of them kind of parked them and and hopped in another vehicle and went home. So they just parked their rigs here. Uh, Nap is here, and the only ones I could recognize Nap and um, uh, Rene Thiebaud, their tractors here. Uh, well, of course, you can recognize Nap. They have a hauler that stretches across two counties. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shane Hunt, you've never been to Toma? How is that possible? It's because it's wheat harvest time. Oh, my bad. Uh, I should probably, yeah. I should probably read why, the comment there. Yeah, I mean, that's why that's why Brad uh, Moss won't be in, in Mound City. I mean, they're focused on wheat right now. They're, you know, 20, 18 hours a day in a combine. So somebody, so. somebody had asked about the armbands from last year, and then one of our Admins for the Budweiser Dairyland Super National Truck and Tractor Pool. And, oh, so Chris said, where do we redeem the season R bands from last year? Well, there we'll be there on Wednesday. And then the answer is at any, you can redeem that any ticket window on the ground. So thank you for jumping in there, Chris. Yep. So one of your people. One of somebody did. Yep. That's good. It's you. Yeah. Did you see Brad Caudell wants to know if uh Wisco Farmer's daughter is gonna be there? Yeah, you had the TikTok girl there last year, Chris. Is she coming back? Well, I don't know what the surprise is for this year. We can't break that out until we <laughs> till we get closer. Chris, one of my favorite ones was uh, when he had the the lookalikes when he dressed up like uh, the little short oh, guy, Danny DeVito, and uh, yep. Jeff Nicholson. Yep. Yeah, uh, we we're looking for a couple more people. If anybody's out there that knows anybody, we're looking for those people like that to come out again. They were great though. Every Charles, time we that see was those so people. fun to see. I mean, they were like they look good too, like Jack and yeah. Danny. And then everybody's yep. just having a good time buying them beer. And yeah, it was a blast. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I know they I love coming up here. Incriminate anybody. <laughs> I think Danny, Danny DeVito, my favorite, still when he's in Lethal Weapon on the back seat. He's like, you don't go through drive through. You know why? <laughs> That's the best one. Uh, Chris says, thank you very much. Damon says, I drive by every day to count the haulers in Toma. Like it. What was the count today, Damon? Yeah, let's test his dot. Let's see if he's full yeah, of crap or not, right? Let's yeah. see if he actually paid attention. Photos or it didn't happen. <laughs> Photos or right. it didn't happen. Mm. Jeff Meltison nice. said your Baraboo run was great. I'm trying to figure out what that means. Does that ring a bell to you at all, Schreier? Baraboo run. Is that Man, something you're really going to go asking about? Or? Jeff, we need more context. Put it in the yes. comments. Don't remember the Baraboo run. Does anybody remember the Grinch showing up last year? Yes, Shannon Nelson <laughs> was the Grinch. And I don't know how he didn't die inside that Grinch costume, but that was super fun. That was super fun. So That's right. Everybody thought that was you. I know. But oh. Shannon's, Shannon's tinier than me, so it's all good. Oh, Colin Burkholz. Talk about Colin Burkholz's run. Yeah. Oh, hey, Colin that makes won, more sense then. Colin won light pros a couple weeks ago at Baraboo at the American Family Children's Hospital Bowl. So, yeah. No, got second. Yeah, he got second. So, but he's coming. Right, Cartwright made some like hellacious pass. Yeah, uh, one of the Cartwrights did. So like four thousand feet or something. Colin, when do the light pros pull? Colin, type that in the comments. I know Thursday night for sure. And then I got check. Light pros Friday, noon. Friday noon. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. 
Chris, um, anybody you want to thank? Any other sponsors we need to talk about? Um, just overall event stuff. Oh, wow. You know, I'm, I'm going to throw throw it out. Our equipment is all donated by companies around. Fabic, you know, the, the cat dealer out there, um, Matthew Construction, Milestone Materials, they bring equipment in for us. Um, Zelmer Excavating here in town. Uh, city even brings their own equipment out here to help out. Uh, but it, it, without the equipment, you know, you can't afford to buy the equipment and sit around. No, months out of the year, eleven months out of the year. So you really rely on those people to help out. So, hey, Chris, I got a name for you. If you need one more tow-off tractor, yeah, call Ryan Kelly out in Ellsworth. Oh, as a driver? No, yeah, as a driver because he will bring. He has probably one of the nicest forty-four forties in existence. Oh, that's all that's, factory original. Yep, and he's a good friend of mine, and he. Uh, absolutely adores that tractor and he adores toma oh wow and he's competed well, there and he's competed there back in uh, maybe 15 20 years ago yeah. um in the he ran a two charger deer uh in the super class oh um so but he has okay. a uh, 4440 and i know he's planning to come so okay. it would not take much to con to convince him to load cliff Hook the trailer on and right bring it down. Yeah. Right. And that tractor is called Clifford. I'll uh, remember that will, because he will happily bring Clifford and tow people off all day long. Yeah. I, I wish we could do that with people like that because there's a bunch out there that would like to do that. But with Case IH, as a you're not going to get him to paint it red. He won't actually have one exception. We've got that rotary, rotary digger that we used to, to finish the track. And we put our 4430 on there. Um, boy. And uh, we've, we've, well, we've tried the red ones on it, but the guys driving it just aren't comfortable. So we always put a green one back on it. So I have a little nostalgia for the Schreier family, Chris. It's okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, Dad brings a couple of them down here. The people mover, too, that goes from the campground to the, to the event grounds. Yep. Uh, yep. We've got one of our 4,000 on that, too. So. We keep a couple of them here. Little green stuff running around that people don't. We're basically just a couple nights away, Chris. When will campers start to roll in? Uh, campground opens at noon tomorrow. Okay. And there'll be right. people there. Excuse me, noon on Wednesday. I'm sorry. I'm thinking we're already Wednesday already. But no, noon on Wednesday. Okay. Noon perfect. Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and we do have a few sites left. So um, if anybody's looking, wants to stay right across the street from the track, beautiful campground, electric. Um, We've even got water where they can fill up on their way in or on their way out. Uh, our porta potty service, they will come and empty your camper if needed to. So they, they got guys right in the grounds all the time. So our campground's pretty well equipped for people to where stay till Sunday night if they want. Where can they go to reserve camp space? Uh, call 608-372-2081. Or go to the website and you can get the information from there too. Tomatractorpole.com. I got that on the screen. Yep. Here's the web. There's the phone number that Chris just talked about. That's in the comments now as well. So tomatractorpole.com on there's the website. Facebook is Tomatractorpole. Snapchat is Toma. No, Facebook is Budweiser Dairyland Super National Truck and Tractor Pole. Snapchat, yes. they're Tomatractorpole. And Twitter, I think, is the same thing as well. So yes. if you Google 
Toma tractor pull, you you'll it's there. It's at the top of the page. Okay. Google Toma or tractor pull and yeah. they'll come right up. <laughs> you'll find it. Yeah. Find it. Yeah. You hey, so don't it. forget to Jason Friday afternoon or Friday morning, the kids club. Oh yeah. 9 a.m. Right. 9 a.m. for all the little little people that want to uh, get into pulling or be uh, a fan for life. And I get oh, it. Yeah. I'm going to be there, guys. Like I'm one of the pullers that get to be there. How do you think of that, oh, Rye? That's a, yeah. Yep. No comment. No, <laughs> you're not a little person. <laughs> no. no, no. I'm one of the drivers signing autographs, Roos. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to meet you. I was gonna say, <laughs> you should rethink that idea, Chris. <laughs> Chris, there are so many better people you should consider. Yeah, yeah, that's what everybody thought, but uh, somehow his name kept coming up. I don't know what it is. But... Weird. Weird. So, but nine o'clock, pit side, uh, big white tent over there. Uh, kids uh, 14 and under will get in free with a paid adult after they're at the show that goes from 90 11. I think they're probably getting first ones, get some t-shirts. Um, Nine to 11, but I'll be really disappointed if anybody gets out of a chair and stops early at 11 o'clock. You stay there and you sign for everybody. If we find out about it, we will call you out. for Yes, we will. You bet we will. It doesn't matter if you need a potty break. Hold it. Yes. (laughs) Keep your Sharpie out and keep signing. Wow, this is a rough crowd tonight, Chris. Yeah, it is. That is. Well, hey, I, I should mention the sponsor there. Maybe I'd be wrong if I didn't rink seeds. Yeah. Is the sponsors at tent? And if I didn't do that, they'd be wondering why I didn't say anything about it. Right. Because I'm sure there's people out here that use rink seeds. Pretty sure that Schulte tractor does the Binder Express. I think there's. I think Dan's a Schulte dealer or a rank dealer, a Schulte dealer. He's probably yeah. a Schulte dealer as well, but more ranks. So. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Um, do you have any? I guess mem- memorable runs, not not maybe of your tractor or you driving it, just passes at Toma that you'll never forget until you die. Are there any? Oh. Wow. They don't have to be good. Uh, oh, yeah. Be bad. yeah. The, the, the easy one would be Ken Vinny and uh, his wife at running down the track with him, you know, and cheering yep. him on down at the end of the track. So I, I think that's probably one of the better ones because that got the crowd going. Just her there and doing that with him and uh, being around, you know, motorsports all their lives, pretty much. And great promoters. And everybody loves Vinny's. They're, they're super nice. Right. So yeah. Nice. You know, be, between them and Gardner Stone with the four turbines on, hey, on the show. Tell that story about on. Gardner. Where did he where did he start? The oh, <laughs> out of Sturgis in 05. Yeah. Gardner was in the campsite there just outside of town. And I don't know what he's traveling. I think when he travels, that's his camper. So he just loads a tractor up and the rig and goes camping. So he gets to the campground at two o'clock in the morning. He decides to start the tractor up, pull it out of the trailer and start it up and flame the campground with it. <laughs> Local officials didn't nice. like that very much. <laughs> but Gardner was at his prime. He was having a good time with that tractor wherever he went. So oh, uh, yeah. And everybody, if they didn't know that tractor from Poland, they knew it at Sturgis. So. <laughs> that, had, that had four on it, right? That had four, yeah. 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 I feel like he, uh, I was out in Bowling Green, 16, 17 miles was having a baby, his wife was, and I did some of the announcing stuff for him. And uh, I got to interview Gardner and he actually hooked it. Um, and, you know, it at the time, you know, back in the day, it was the bomb and it just it could, didn't quite have the cojones to hang with today's stuff, but it was still beyond cool to see general stage four or five. I don't remember what it was called. 
anymore. But that's one of those that's one of those nostalgia names like Toma, you know, like a uh, Gardner Stone and Esden Lane, you know. So I gotta tell you guys, I pitted between Brett Berg and Esden Lane. Like I felt like I a big saw hero. that and I was instantly jealous. Yeah. Yeah. And then when Esden broke his tractor Friday night, he goes you still going to talk to me, even though I have a junk tractor now, Schultz? And I said, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, uh, he sat in my trailer, and I was just, ah, I was just, man, it's just so, to see those big name guys, and they're right next to you. And Brett Bird yeah. gave me a tour of the hauler. We did a behind the, we did a, let's, this is how we roll with him. And then Mike Connie took me through all of his stuff. And um, I'm sure Mac Trailer, uh, I saw their stuff still sitting there Sunday morning and Hutch, I'm sure they drove home or they flew home out of Minneapolis, I would guess, Chris. And then somebody probably took the truck and trailer home or, or take yeah. it, took it to Toma and then flew home. So, or they're probably just waiting it out for this week. So, yeah. Yeah. You should have grew up with those guys. Oh, yeah. Brett, Brett and I are about the same age and Neston was a little older, which, you know, he married my sister then later. Yep. Here, so, yep. So they're all really close and, uh, to travel the country and run the circuit with those guys when we were young in our teens and early 20s, it was a lot of fun. So your dad's saved the NTPA and Esden Lane comes to your Christmas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that I never thought of that. Like, you guys, how do you guys pass a gift? Like, you, I want Esden's name. I want Esden's. Like, you just keep putting names in that purse until you get Esden's name or what? Yeah. Yeah. It, the white elephant part is the best, though. The, the white elephant gift exchange afterwards. That's the best because somebody always gets Esden's crap turbos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all the junk stuff. Yeah, <laughs> an oil pan with a big hole in it. Yeah, we'll make a yeah. lamp out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, um, what's the latest that Thomas ever went? Was it like three or four years ago? And that's when it got super cold, and that super farm snapped the front end off. Or was that the yeah, latest? I, I, I think yeah. Bill Price probably did the record for us with about. I think we quit at about two thirty in the morning. Okay. So, yeah, that was a long night. Thank you for reminding us. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, and it was cold, and uh, yeah, there's there's some people in town because you know our, our our track is right on the edge of town, so yep. the whole town hears what's going on. And anytime we run after eleven or midnight, there's a few calls coming in wondering how long it's going to last yet. So. It but goes until it's done. The whole class yeah. is going to pull off. They all we, they all went out the gate. So. Yeah. Um, I wonder if Walsh's turbines will show up this weekend. That's a good question, Colin. Usually, I've, usually the Walsh's, one of the Walsh's watch. I haven't seen any comments from them tonight yet, so not sure. Doug says, you're welcome. He, Doug obviously got me part pitted between Esden and Berg. I will give Borth credit for that, so <laughs> good stuff. Well, guys, any more questions for Chris? Chris, do you have anything else to say? If the people watching have any more comments or questions, please type them in. Again, tomatractorpool.com uh, uh, is the website. We got the uh, there's a few. You said a few camping spots left, but really, this well, the website has everything for everybody, so you can start there, yep. and um, or you can probably message us as well. We'll find out. So I'm not going to give out Schreier's cell phone number. I want him to like me for many years. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And uh, yeah. Plenty of pullers that have it over the years, so anybody can call me anytime. Yeah, we'll find them. We will find them. Yeah, so the fun, the fun ones, and I'm not going to name names, are the pullers that get there about eleven o'clock at night and want to get in because we lock the gates at a certain time. Otherwise, no, we'll be parking no, all that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're all personal friends, so that's why they call me see if they can still get in. They can sneak so. in. 
Well, Chris, this has been awesome. Uh, thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, I know our trailer's coming up tomorrow. Um, Doug will be there all day Wednesday, getting some interviews with pollers and doing some promotion. I'll sneak up Thursday. You and I are going to do another video because uh, we did it before, and then we'll do the day before the day of. And then, yep. um, yeah, thank you for involving us with your great event. We're super excited, and it's Toma Week, baby. So yeah, yeah, get here early because we're planning on big crowds this year. I mean, get here early and get your seat because uh, we're going to have a full year this year. It isn't going to be last year. We're going to have a full. So. I hope so. Cool. Full event. Well, Chris, you have a great night. We'll see you soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you for Cheers, everything, Chris. guys. Bye. Take care. Thanks, Chris. That was cool. That's a good night. That's we had a good Monday, fellers. So we did. We had a good, good Monday. So two huge pulls. You know, I mean, you, you talk about Mound City and um, you know Toma. That's that's a big weekend. Last year, um, what last year? Mound City got rained out. Roost, do they call it? I feel like Friday morning, like at nine or ten, they had like seven inches of rain already. And Simons and Russell. And we talked about that on the podcast. You know, Russell was going to run Champions Tour, and then he comes up, does really well at Toma, gets second. Because Friday night, he went out early and had to lead the whole class. And then RJ moved Brandon completely to the other side of the track. And Brandon just rolled that pro stock out there and took the win. But that's what started the battle. And that brought Rob Russell back to national prominence with, a, you know, a grand national. Not prominence. That sounds stupid. But to win a grand national. That's his first grand national win or uh, points win in many, many years, I would assume. Right, guys? So. Yeah, it was. It was close to thirty years. Yep. So, but for all of you, I mean, and Waggle said it best. Uh, they didn't go on top of Toma to try to beat Toma. Uh, there's there's plenty of pulling fans between Missouri and, and Toma to still fill the stands uh, and everybody. And I've seen full houses in Toma and in Mountain City because whenever I'm in Mountain City announcing, I'm watching NTPAPoll.com live results. And whenever I'm in, uh, whenever I'm in Toma, I'm watching the results down there, especially for the four ones, and just see how your fellow competitors are doing. And, different things like that. So uh, a good, a good week. And like I said, I feel like, I mean, we're going to get rolling and we're going to 4th of July. And then, then it's, then it's just, and it's on like Donkey Kong after that it's bang, bang, bang every weekend. So um, Charles, where were you? I saw some pictures on your Facebook page. Where were you this weekend, bud? I was at uh, Blanchard, Michigan. It's a, it's an, a pull that's been around for a handful of years, but this year they went NTPA region two. Uh, we had light limited super, uh, two-wheel drive and heavy super for those, and and then uh, Wolverine State four-wheel drive, and crowd was good, filled the stands like they always do up there. I've been to that event for for a number of years. Turnout was a little bit light in terms of pullers, but I know guys are waiting on parts, and that's just how it goes. But um, good weekend, successful weekend, no major carnage. Although the two-wheel guy drive guys, they beat the living snot out of some blower belts i'll tell you we we shredded a bunch i don't know what it was i i started asking questions did we have a thing where you know we were looking at uh a bad batch of them like we had a handful of years ago but it was all different brands so i don't know what the what the story was there particularly but um good weekend and and fun had a good time i've been corrected on my rob russell statement uh mr benson who would know Says Rob Russell was coming to Toma because he blew up in Farley. So there's a little history there, guys. So he was going to be there anyway. But Simons came, and I, I just remember that being for sure. Uh, Why? What? That doesn't that doesn't track with me. I watched that happen. Why does? Why? Because he wrecked the rear end in Farley. Why did that 
automatically mean that he showed up in Toma? Well, because there that would have been the first Grand National for the pros, and he already he was way down. Oh, in point. got it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Way down in point. Now I got it. Now I see. Because I know that the the mindset for some of the guys is if they can run a stake and start a series, you know they'll kind of they'll kind of they'll join both of them. They'll kind of pick a path at Ben Roos. I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and that company. was the way that Rob did it. Yep. Yep. Like Lemke's won the Pullers Championship, right? Like very very well <laughs> and they had a horrible weekend in hutch um the track was you, you you had to be perfect to win hutch like perfect the track was um it was wet and never got dried out and it was piling up a lot of dirt and guys were trying different lines and some people some people read it it's like it's like banking in a free throw right it still counts as a point but the track was very very difficult in hutch to decipher and those of them that figured out um they did it somebody just who just sent me a video cody Cody did. Okay. I'll share that in a little bit. It took, it took two weeks to get fixed too. Thank you, Terry. So if you guys don't know Terry Benson, he has the red storm super farms back in the day. So, and then Mitch Fien, Fein, excuse me, has uh, the reloaded now. Right. And he pulls in my class now and the thing is sharp. So uh, let's see here. Who owns that sled? What sled? The bin buster? Shane, what are you talking about there, buddy? Help me out. Uh, I got some of Charles' pictures on the screen. Charles, can you buzz through these? Stories bin buster. It's class eight sled. It's the next. Oh, who's the fellow in Wisconsin build sleds? Lukey. No. Crupton. Yes, it's one of his. It's one of his old ones. Okay. You couldn't get it near time for Tampa. See, all the knowledge is coming in from Terry Benson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up, guys. I get it now. Thanks. (laughs) No, no, we're just trying to help. Uh, Charles, let's roll through your pictures here. Who's this, buddy? That's Brian Isinga. He won the uh, 12 uh, Field Farm on Saturday night. Um, Vic Wolfert won it on Friday. It's a class where it's 12,000 pounds. Um, I think it's, I want to say it's a limited tire, no cut, no cubic inch limit, no turbo limit, no pump limit, but you're going 10 miles an hour and everybody just kind of goes there. There's a couple tractors in the class that are, you know, X 600 cubic inch super fire motors, but you know, everybody gets along. They're, they're fun. Have a good time with them. We busted, I think two guys both nights for breaking out on speed and they all just laugh about it. Um, it it's a good time. That I think that's like- the class that Rack's dad pulled in, right? Yes. Yes. And the Isinga family, they got uh, five tractors, four that run in this class and then uh, Darwin's got one that goes in the the too hot to farm. The track does, that uh, like a does really Ron good run track. Snoopy in this class? Yes, Ron does run Snoopy, and his brother drove it on Saturday night, showed everybody where to go, and but he broke out on speed, and he would have won it if he would have been God. tenths of a mile an hour slower. Ah. And, on, and on Friday night, Ron was the one who went up in the corner and had the lead with hook number nine. Hook number 10 was Vic Wolfert went through his tire tracks and beat him. Ah. <laughs> that that mile I know that. Ron, I know Ron was really happy to get Snoopy back out. Yeah, they had a good time. Had a, had, a, had a blast talking with those guys in the pits. I always do. So ha- happy to see the Brinkman's out there. That mile prior classes, they uh I remember one guy telling me he's like, We used to always go by the sound of the engine. He says, and then we finally put a GPS on there and realized we were two miles slower than everybody else. He says, and that made the world a difference, you know. And he said, yeah, we grew up and it was just you listen to the RPM. That's where you thought you had to run the entire time. He's like, he's like, I couldn't believe it. He said that made so much difference in the whole class when you started putting GPS on the track. Realized how fast or yeah. slow it was actually going. Wolfert won 
on his he's got two trackers. He's got a John Deere and an international. He won on the international Friday night with a 10.0, which if the board comes up 10.1, you're out. And um, I'm pretty sure Isinger was a 9.9. I mean, they were right on it. That looked like a good track, Charles. Really good track. It was Saturday. Friday, it was soft. It was soft, spongy, and, and really not good. You had to tiptoe through it. it. It was not as good on Friday. Hey, that looks like a right-all tractor. It is. That is the 570. They won with that on uh, yes. Saturday. And on Friday, the 41. The 40 has the new Pro Puller 10-ply 30.5s on. And um, there's a couple guys in Kentucky that have them, but uh, hold on your butts, guys, because the square-shouldered tires are coming to 6,000-pound class. You can do it, and it'll rip. Can we can we get Rydalls to come and pull in the winter? Because, I mean, that's the only time I get to see them, and I would love to see those guys go up against some of the guys that, you know, we see, you know, the Shingletons and, yeah. and all those guys that we see in ship and, and elsewhere. If we can get them to be reliable through the summer, I think we could. That's the problem. Like the, these guys, they, there's a crew of about 10 guys behind the ride all team with two tractors, uh, both cock shuts with Hercules engines. They build their own chassis. They build their own motors. They make their own yep. rods. They make their, they do their head mods. They will service the chargers themselves like this is a self-sufficient team, like, and they've found some partner machine shops, but I mean, they they don't pick up the phone and be dependent on somebody else to make their stuff. These guys build all their own stuff, and if they can get through a year and not blow up everything that they made, yeah, I think that's that's a possibility to get them to to an event like Shipshawana or whatever. That'd be cool. Yeah. This would be heavy unlimited supers, right, Charles? Heavy super, um, Barry Elliker, uh, Buckeye Bennett won both nights. Didn't run the best, um, but he also didn't have any real competition. I'm not knocking the guys who no. showed up. Uh, Friday night, he ran against Kevin McNault Super Farm, beat him by only one foot. Saturday night, he was headed for the sand pile and shut it down early, and he was up against um, – Steve Feldkamp and, and the Trophy Buck, uh, John Deere Diesel Super. And Trophy Buck had the best run I've ever seen that thing made. It was coming. It was that, on a march. That's a Diesel Super, right? It is. It is. He was hauling the mail. Do Feldkamp but, still um, own that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he was there. It was awesome to see him have such a good run. He was pumped. He was psyched. You know, he's like, I don't care if I lost it. You know, it was, it was coming, and it was. And then uh, Saturday night, two-wheel drive, Christy Seacrest was the winner with nothing easy about it. But you can't really see it in this picture, but the uh, the throttle cable has come off at the bracket at the back of the supercharger. That's why the butterflies are closed, and she still won. She was going to go deep. <laughs> um, the two-wheel drive guys, Friday night, no one hooked the track except Jake Shepard, and he won. He hooked it and just blew everybody away. Same for Saturday. Christy had it. But the coolest part was um, Dave Coglin couldn't be there Saturday night. He, he drove Friday night, but he couldn't be there with his own truck Saturday night. So Brent, her husband, drove final drive on Saturday, and she was trash-talking him and just – Hooting and hollering, he screwed up and, and went out of bounds 
and she was just hooting and hollering and giving him shit. It was hilarious. Isn't didn't they win Grand National last year? I don't Redo. think they were champs, but they were. She did win one of the Bowling Green classes, one of the two okay. nights of Bowling Green, and did very well. And, and they're going to run um, Grand National again, as is Jake Shepard. It, it was it was just those guys. They were the whole two wheel drive class. They were all out there standing on the sideline right next to us while we're announcing this deal and just cutting up and having a good time and supporting each other. And yeah, doing a little trash talking, but it was all in fun. It was exciting for me to be witness to that and watch those guys um, just watch their passion and having fun. It was cool. Nice. And there's icing is again. Yep. Uh, what's up next for the great Charles? I'm taking a week off from pulling. I'm going to go to, I've seen every class there is in drag racing, except for the nitro classes. And I've got an opportunity to go to the summit uh, nationals Norwalk? at Norwalk next weekend. So I'm going to go. I, I can't. When's that, Charles, go. when's that big pull, that world series thing, Majiggy they're doing? It will be, it'd be the same weekend, one month from next weekend. Okay. Yep. So into July. Yep. Nice. Uh, Cody, do you go any? What'd you do this last weekend? Did you go pulling or what'd you do? Uh, I was, uh, I did some stuff on Friday night, but uh, Saturday night I decided to go to Arlington, Nebraska for the Outlaw Hook. Oh, so I've got a couple videos there. One, uh, one would be uh, Tyler Paddock, and the other one is uh, Gary uh, um, Bearhardt. So, is that what you sent me? Yeah. Okay. Tyler Slaw will see you in Norwalk. Gotta find yeah, you Charles. I'll, fi I'll find you. We'll hook up. It's it's easy. Tyler's got the one, one of the prettiest heads of hair in pulling. So. Yep. But this is uh, Tyler. Yeah. So yeah. the uh, it's awesome. always it's always nervous when you go to a new track to wonder what the lighting is when you're a photographer. But um, they have fantastic lighting, and I say like they spent forty thousand dollars on lights, and it's it it's a good it's a good lighting. So um, good pull. The track was uh, it looked a little bit. Uh, Looked a little bit wet, so, but, uh, yeah, you can play through those a little bit. So that's Gary Barrett, high stakes horsepower right there. That's last year's points champion. Did you send another video too, Cody? Yeah, there should be if it didn't come through. I just have one, bud. All right. The other one would be um, should be coming through, but it should be uh, Tyler Paddock. So okay, if it pops up, I'll jam that out there for you. But and then you are going to Mountain City with the boss man this weekend with Roos. Yep, I'll be in Mountain City. So have you yep. been to Mountain City before? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, before before I started doing pictures, I used to go there all the time. So. Uh, I remember she was at two years ago, Friday night ended up being at like, I mean, it ended up being a long night cause they had all the tool drives and it was like two o'clock in the morning when it got done or something like that. And then, uh, I said, well, Saturday night won't be, won't be too terrible. And then shoot, it was done by, it was done early. So, but, uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good pull. It's a lot of fun. They get a lot of people on the stands and, uh, they run a good show. Chris does a fantastic job down there, and it's always fun when the the they have an airplane that comes through before showtime. That is, I mean, 
maybe 50 feet to 100 feet off deck and that's 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 a lot of fun yeah it's so. a local local uh pilot crop right or crop duster if i remember crop correctly duster, yeah. crop duster yep they're spraying for bugs nice yep. don't get your lens dirty cody if you know what i'm saying yep exactly but nope it's a good uh it's a good pull so yes it is big ride anything last weekend stayed home good and then you're heading to mountain city this weekend yep you guys rolling down Friday morning? Yeah, probably. I won't be going till later. Was it last right. year or two years ago when you and I and Cleppy stayed up all night long and Cleppy's alarm went off on his phone to wake up? We were drinking that peach crown. Yep, that was two years ago. And okay. it was pouring we down rain. We were at the duck cabins, right? Yep. And, and Cleppy's pouring rain. So we go back to the we go back to the cabin and we sit down and Bruce goes. Let's have one more, guys. So we mix another drink. We're sitting at the kitchen table there, and the sun's coming up. One more turned into like five more. <laughs> and uh, it was <laughs> it was crazy because uh, all of a sudden, Cleppy's alarm goes off. Why is your phone ring? He goes, oh, that's my alarm to get up and go to work. And we were still drinking Peach Crown. So we we rolled into bed, and we slept for a while that day. So And then Brett Yarn was with me. I, Greg, I drug him out of the local hotel, and he slept all the way home. Like, he was so passed out, like, we could have just piled – Equipment on him, bags, it wouldn't have mattered. He wouldn't have cared till we got involved. So it was fun. It was fun. Toma will see something interesting, Amanda Stern says. I, I, that's pretty vague, Amanda. There's a lot of interesting things. Like you go to the campgrounds and see interesting things. We'll just, we'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Mountain City. I was in Hutch, guys. It was The crowd was awesome. They were up against a big, gigantic country music festival 25 miles away. So Ricky and Julie were very nervous, and the crowd did not disappoint. They did well. Tim McGraw played Saturday night, and that place was packed Saturday night. So that's a good sign for me for pulling. And, um, yeah, it was great. The track was wet. It is what it is. The show got drug out because of that. A lot of – just it didn't – Charles, it just didn't go back together. Do you know what I mean? Like, it rolled yeah. in there, and it just would not – it would not. It was uh it was tricky. Always, it was tricky. Always tough when that happens. It looked like too there was, you know, there was some hill and hole going on a little bit. Um there were some low spots and but same for everybody. Just sucks. Brian Korth is back like Eminem. Guess who's back? Back again. Brian Korth's back. Take your one of probably could you honestly say probably one of the best drivers ever? <laughs> the guy just jumps on stuff and is awesome. So I, I saw, saw a bunch yeah, of I agree with that. I mean, I don't know who. Videos from up there. So. He's, smooth. He's smooth like butter. Smooth like butter. Um, I want to commend to Jerry Zweibauer, who is yeah. Bone Twister. He drove it down to the Polish Championship, guys. Comes yep. out Friday night. The Diesel Supers were first on the south track, which was the announcer side. Um, Kent Payne was first. The sun was starting to go down, guys, you know, and there was that where you go from the sun to the shade, and that Super Rooster stood straight up and went straight right. He kept it in balance. He dropped it and came back, and then – Oh, I don't know if Jerry was second hook or not, but um, he laid one out there, 331, held the lead for quite a while. Esden broke the crank, turbos, guys, it just made me want to cry. Um, it was sticky-icky, the track was, and got it. And then Rackners, they have lock and loads, old chassis. You guys know that, right, the 14? Yep. And then they have uh, Esden Lane Power Plant in there. And he come out and kept that front end about that far off the ground. I was, I was standing on the track with my wireless mic, and I could just see his foot on the brake, guys, and – he laid one out there, 345, and they're, they're local people. And for them to, you know, they won, that was their first Grand National win, so that was pretty fun. They were parked right next to us on the other side of Esden, so we were in a fun area. On they deserve very, more. That's very much a Rackner thing to do, too, holding that 
holding the front wheels like eight or ten inches off the ground. We've Charles, you and I saw it in Rockwell yeah. uh, yes. last year. They've got that chassis figured out. I mean, they're mm-hmm. not. I'm not taking anything away from the guys. They're not going to be the the murder power level, but they know how to run it. And oh, yeah, good for them guys, man. It's and it's oh, yeah. so it's so clean. It is yep. such a beautiful tractor. Sure is. Ragnar's here's to you guys. Yeah, yeah. so um, that was great to see that. Um, then Jerry come out Saturday night and just went 376. I mean, just it was awesome. So uh, Travis and Allison weren't there because Denny Healy's son got married. So Denny yeah. Healy is Ambush Motorsports who built Bone Twister. And uh, so that's why Jerry drove it at the Polish Championship so he could get a couple laps on it. So Jerry picked up first place both nights because he got Grand National Points. Friday night, even though he got second in the class, and then just Red Horse laid one out there. I thought 350 something. I thought there's no way. And at 150 feet, and we all know that, and every fan, you just know at 150 feet it was gone. Old Bone Twister is about that far off the ground, and it was moving. And I thought if he keeps this thing sing straight, he's gone. And he parked it out there about 379 or 376. Yeah. And there is, I'm guessing the crowd, five, six thousand people. They have a huge grandstand there. And that place, guys, I'm still getting goosebumps. I mean, it just raw. It was awesome. It was uh, tell awesome. me you're losing your seat without tell me, telling me you're losing your seat. Travis, you go first. <laughs> so we, I, I haven't seen him, him come. I guarantee Trav drank more, but I because he was drinking Denny Healy's free beer. And just think how many hundreds of thousands of dollars he spent with Healy on the bone twister a month, let's say. <laughs> and then, uh, and he said, he told Jerry, I'm going to drink all that. I'm going to drink all of Healy's beer. And after he won Saturday night. So I, I ran up to the announcer stand because we did a contest. Oh, and you guys, Charles, as an announcer, um, do a selfie contest. Have people send a selfie to the Facebook page of that event, of them having fun in the stands and pick a winner. Oh, my God, that's a home run, Charles. So do that. Um, that was a blast because people were taking pictures in the crowd. I took a picture with a whole set of grandstands and, it was a hoot, and kind of like Ryan's ugly selfie thing. But I tried to find some, you know, some, some prettier people. It's, no, it's, it's not like, ugly. It's awkward. 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 Oh, that's right. My bad. Awkward. Yep. You too, Roos. And um, so, anyway, so so we get a text. So Phil gets a text message from Allison. OMG, just big letters, and I could just see, I could just see Schlabaugh just grabbing two Bud Light Bud Lights and just go, 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 just getting after this. So. Chris, if you have good footage from Bone Twister, send it right now, buddy. I will blast it up on the screen. He just sent me some other video as well. So it was just, um, it was fun, guys. It was fun to see the music festival. They had hired us to promote it. So that felt good to see the place full. Ricky Rose got the win Saturday night. Rick, uh, Tom Owens won with Ramblin' Rose Friday night. We got to know them at the. Atta boy. Um, and then Thorne went. So Dylan went first, laid one out there like 330, 335 with the four Chevys. So um, they reset the sled. And then. Um, I think dad went 370 something on the big mod with Ramblin' Rose. And then Dylan came back in the pass and puked left motor all over the track. And so he just came out Saturday night and bumped the sled. So I stayed up and talked to those guys. Um, Polar meals are the best. You know, uh, Ricky and Julie do a great job. They have pork chops each night after the poll and a nice, the fair, the, the McLeod County fairgrounds guys are top notch. I mean, like legit. And uh, so they had, they, they had a nice feed each night. Um, the mini rods were wild Friday night. They couldn't, couldn't quite get to the track. You either they either got the wheels too high, guys. You know how that goes, or too low. And then the ones that nailed it. Um, I think CJ Grazik. Uh, what's he drive? Not pile. Yeah, pile driver. Pile driver. He won Friday night, and then Saturday night he went out of bounds. Bad. Got Vaughn slid right up on the thing. I'll, I'll send that video to you guys. I 
I just hung my phone out over thing and just turned my head and he went right by my phone. So I got that video. Um, and then I think Adam Bauer won. Bauer went second and third on Friday. I think he, I think he went first and third on um, Saturday night, but it was pretty wild. Pro stocks. Let's see. Oh, Mike Connie won both nights. Just stomped one way out there Friday night. Then he was like 376. Then Julia Ray went like 369 or 364. And then nobody came up for a while. And the old schmucker comes up with get her done and parked it right in between them like a 374. And then, then Mike did the same thing on Saturday night. And I talked about the Decent Supers. I talked about the pros. Our class, um, Kevin Lindstrom won on Saturday night. And then Adrenaline Rush, Mike Sather, the trailer mate, won on Friday night. They had a great couple passes. Um, let's see, what else? Minis. Oh, semis. Friday night, um, Lonnie Saylor comes out, goes 396, first hook of the class with the needle nose Pete Roos. Mm-hmm. And literally, like four, this far off the sand pile, like Louisville style. So they reset the sled. Right. He comes back the other night and wins it like a 370 or 350. It was awesome. And then Saturday night, um, the executioner guys, Craig Braun, finally got that thing lit. And that thing Good. is mean, like when Jack had it mean. Like, yeah, it was awesome. Oh, Good. when he gets that thing lit, it it it's a take no prisoners kind of thing. It was it was awesome. What do you think about Kevin Lynn's run in Etrick? It looks sad. And Chandler sent us that video. I'll pull that up here. John Boer is working. So Wednesday night, guys, we start the. Um, if you guys want to jump on, you can. I'm not going to ask you because I know we're all busy and you sacrifice your Monday nights for the show. But we're going to start the West Coast um, edition at 8 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Pacific. John and Titsworth and four or five of those guys that we had on, remember, um, before the yeah. Polar Championship. They're going to do a show every other Wednesday, and they're going to get that started. So if you guys ever want to get on, let me know that link. But I want to show that. They're working in the shop right now while they watch the show, so i got to bring that picture up. I actually, West Coast they told Coast. me they're going to have Snoop as the intro music, so it's that whole West Coast thing. <laughs> we can't I call actually, him Cali. We learned that, right? I actually a Swiss power shirt on, uh, walked around the pits on Saturday, and one of the guys stops me and goes, how did you get a shirt from Swiss power? I was like, well, I know the guys, and we got to talk, and, and uh, uh, we'll have a guest on the show at some point. He's actually grew up in pulling, and his, his dad pulled out there with him. So uh, we'll have a we'll have a guest on sometime for that. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So Jerry Zweibauer driving last year's Grand National Diesel Superstock champion uh, tractor. Oh, God, this is so awesome. I still get excited. I love Poland, you guys. It's in my blood. And, and Jerry, learn your situation. Well, right there. I knew he was wrong. Chris, nice video, sir. Good work. That guy, that guy that's like. Oh. <laughs> that guy right there. The fans in Hutch, you guys, I mean, there was fans there from South Dakota. I mean, there's nothing else. And I'm not picking on any other pool in Minnesota. I don't want anybody to say I am. But that's, I mean, it's the big dog. There's no Grand National. There's no champions. There's no big outlaw hooks. This is it. And fans come from a long ways. I mean, I would say everybody that came over the tractor I talked to, they were two or three hours from home. And uh, it just, it was great. It was a great time. Very, very loyal. Very, very loyal. That in, That guy at the end gets me. Chris yeah. sent us this video. We'll watch it one more time. But Charles, I was on the other track, and I, like I said, at 150 feet, you just knew. Watch the watch the front end come up and just listen to it. Yeah. 
I mean, that looks like one of those 35-mile-an-hour runs, don't you think, Charles? Okay, stop. Yeah. Before you hit play again, folks who are watching at home, watch when it gets, like, even with Chris, the guy who's videoing, watch. It looks like the camera, like the, the video speed, like, speeds up to, like, one and a half X. It's yeah. not. It's That's it's not. what happens when one of these diesel supers really hooks. It's, it's, it's amazing. That's so awesome. It's like when uh, old Burge went like 490 at Rockwell last year. Yeah, that was a thing. So we had at Blanchard Saturday night, we had the um, agrotronics turned on so we could see speeds. And um, the Buckeye Bandit, I'll call Super, he hit 36.1 on his pass. Yeesh. Wow. And Rob and Tanya Foster were standing right there and like, have you ever seen anything go faster? And I said, I remember Kenny Measle when he had his open super doing an ex- exhibition dollars. hook. Yeah, mining for dollars a few years, you know, back, this was like, I want to say 2007 or eight or whatever. They hit around 38 miles an hour. It's insane when, and it's only going to ever really be probably a super that does it because the mods blow the tires off too hard. Yep. Um, it's some of these supers just hit speeds that'll make your head explode. And so what I found and I posted it was uh, Arnie Kwiatkowski, 1999 wild thing at Hillsdale. I, we, no one knows cause there's no way to measure it, but I'd be willing to bet on that night. He was like 39 or 40 miles an hour. Yeesh. The thing just hauls the mail. There was uh there was one poll and it was the year, Jason, that you went to Zach Howell's show, to the show down in Greentown. Yep. Um, they had a mod make a pass. I think it was late at night. Um, and if I remember right, they had agrotronics turned on. And it was like somehow or another, this guy got hooked to the, to the track. Yep. Didn't blow the tires off. And it was a mod, multi-engine. And I think he was at like 38 and a half. So he took it over the hill, Charles, and it was going down into the pit. Yeah, that. <laughs> you remember the pass. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was there. At 30, at 38 miles, you know, oh, 38 miles an hour. I do that through a freaking school zone. But when you're. When you're Shame on you split, for doing that. 38 miles an hour is hauling. You are flying. When you got 50,000 or 60,000 pounds behind you. Yeah. Yeah. That's. You're making something happen. When I saw Super Rooster at Greentown, he went 39 mile an hour at the test in two. Yikes. That's a good track in Greentown. That's why. All I can think about is the, the meme from Farm Show that Cassie posted. That's all I ever think oh, about. Oh, the, the, chick, the super, the, the chicken? chicken? Yeah. That's all the I The rooster? Think. Yes. <laughs> Every time. I got to show my dad off driving uh, my tractor because that's what I, I want to do that. My dad had a really nice past Saturday night. So it was fun, guys, for Father's Day to be there with dad. And uh, I picked on him because for years he let me drive his tractor, you know, and, and now he gets to just show up and drive mine. So it, it was we had a lot of fun. Roos has been around my dad enough. He can uh, Julie Rose basically cried laughing for about an hour and a half with Dennis Goodwin and my dad. And uh, oh, Lord, was, you had the two of them together. Oh, it was, uh, it was, uh, he kept, 
uh, we were in the after the puller meal. Now it's like one thirty-two in the morning, and dad, dad would get up. Julie, really, Julie, can I buy you one of your free beers? <laughs> and it was every time Julie just, she cackled, and there was a whole bunch of pullers around. Greg Randall was in there, and we had a good time. So here's dad Saturday night. So get a good hook. <laughs> So we had a good weekend. So happy about that. Pumped up for Toma. Um, Cody, what'd you send me, bud? I sent you the other one. Probably just came through. It would be for. Uh... Tyler Paddock's uh, okay. friend from Arlington. I don't know why, but it took forever to go through. Bill Miller Toma 2003 sled, but yeah, he took it all the way to the barrels. Actually, um, Chris Shire and I talked about that when we drove around the other night. That was that was so fun to drive around the fairgrounds with him, guys. It was neat last Tuesday when the place was empty. Never mind. You can scratch that because it's in slow motion. Okay. So that's what that's one one thing when you uh you take a video from a GoPro through an iPhone and you're shooting 120 frames per second, it doesn't doesn't play nice. That's fine. When you when you went through Tomo with Chris without anybody there, does that place does it talk to you? Do you yeah. do you do you feel it? Yeah. I mean, I like <clears throat> I have memories of uh, Mike Chizik chewing Terry Blackburn's ass <laughs> coming out the back gate, just sitting there. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> Um, and I kind of, I was telling Chris all these stories and then I was, I remember where, uh, who's the guy with the Shabonavex, how long their rig is, where they parked yeah. at. And then I told him stories about just, uh, just where everybody parked over the years. I remember where, you know, that's where Ernie Rop died. You know, we just, it was, uh, it was nostalgic. And all of a sudden this cop comes up to us and we were in the, like the little gator. He's like, Hey guys, we're, uh, so the city comes out and does, they take their new cops out there and they do practice pullovers. So the little gravel area. So they have like a little Dukes of Hazard guard. The guy's wheeling around there like 40, 50 mile an hour, kind of sliding in the corners and stuff like that. And the guy pulls him over. So all of a sudden we're like, here's sirens. And I'm like, dude, I swear it's 10 in the morning. We're not drinking. <laughs> it was kind of yeah. fun. It was a practice pullover folks. Yep. It's yep. fun to do that at events. There's places that I go to and, and when I do it, it's usually for one of the first things I do when I get there. And I don't want to go with a whole bunch of people around me. It'd be my kids if they're with me or, or one of you guys. And we'll just go for that walk. And um, not a lot of talking. You know, it's, it's it's one of those quiet, introspective moments to just let the ghosts kind of kind of wash over you and and let the history of a place talk to you. It's it's cool to do that. I make it a point to do it. And it's just a thing. Yeah, we did a video, Charles. Um, so we started in the. The, the, I call it the ticket booth center or whatever, kind of the tall tower on the main grandstand side. That's kind of where all their offices are for them. And they have a whole hallway of all the plaques of all the people over the years. And yeah. I, we did a, like a, we probably did like a 25 minute video. I put it on, on YouTube. We started there, walked out, walked out to the shed to get the gator, then drove around. And I went up in the stands and just sat. I always, cool. I always end up kind of being on the pit side. Cause that's where the, you know, the rigs parked or whatever. That's where you're pulling buddies or camp. But I always make it a, uh, to go into the grandstands and just sit and listen to the fans talking to see where they came from. And uh, it's fun. And I, I think every puller should do that. Just sit down and with the fans and have a good time and just listen. And Toma's just, 
Thomas neat. Weggle, he gives me crap all the time because I, I he did. I mean, for from a national level, Weggle got me put on the map for announcing outside of Wisconsin because I got to go down and do big time stuff. And uh, he always gives me crap. He's like, he finally said, I understand why you, you know, I get it. It's close to home and it's Toma. It's special to you and stuff like that. Memories with you and your dad. And I'm like, yeah, it's nothing personal. I love you, Waggle, but Toma's Toma. He's like, yep, I get it. So, yeah. but he always picks on me because when we first started announcing, Rooster, remember that old announcer stand? And that was your uh, Travis Doman threw a beer can up over the thing at me. And I said, who was the cocksucker that threw a beer can at me? And then John Mears said to Waggle, he didn't know me then. And, he goes, who did your announcer just call somebody a cocksucker? On a hot goes, mic. Yep. Yes, that was he, cool. did. he goes, well, I'm going to go talk to him. And Chris goes, no, we're, we're going to wait till afterwards. Because if you go tell him right now, he's going to hand you the microphone and you're going to get him announcing this poll. So I was asked not to call anybody a cocksucker, even though, even though Travis Doman still is a cocksucker. I just want to get that out there. But I was sitting there announcing, all of a sudden, here comes a Bud Light can about half full. <laughs> just splashes all over me. And I look down. Here's all the Hurricane Alice shirts, and Doman goes like this, and I was like, "Oh!" And I did. I just immediately, you cocksucker. That's Doman. a very, that's a very Travis thing to do. Yeah. No. <laughs> Here's to you, Travis. <laughs> oh, so I apologized to John and Christy and everybody, and said I was sorry, and then just Charles. It's one of those learning moments in my announcer career, if you know what I'm saying. So. Uh, yeah, I, I've been there. I've been there. Those teachable moments when you say those four-letter words. Yep. Theoretically, he learned from it. <laughs> I definitely learned from mine. Scared the living daylights out of me. I, the well, podcast or this show? I'll I'll say fuck. I don't yeah, care. Right. But at a show, oh my god, I get mortified. Yep. No, I've been I've been pretty well behaved for a long time now. I mean, my level of behavior, I'm I'm happy with. So I always check pull off after I announce, and that usually decides how well <laughs> don't, I do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Bruce always gives me a head up, heads up. Hey Schultz, you better you better go defend yourself. And I'm like, nah. I'm good. Let the haters hate. But no, it was Hutch. Hutch was great. Ricky and Julie do a phenomenal job. The McLeod County Fairgrounds is great. Uh, Kate, uh, Arnold's Case IH up there owns seven stores. I hung out with Peter till about 3.30 in the morning, um, drinking some spirits around a campfire. And he loves that pole, loves supporting it, brings all his equipment in there. And just a great, great deal. They're going to, he's building a new house. Peter Arnold is, and there's a bunch of clay there. And that clay is coming from that, from Arnold's house to the track. So I'm excited for the future for, that track and hutch. So, and Randy Rose was up there. Remember Randy Rose, guys? Ricky's brother flipped the roll cage. Yeah. Before. Yeah. There's a little nostalgia. How's, how's he doing? There. Good. Doing great. That's he awesome. He drives the drives a scraper tractor, or I think. I, yeah, I think he was in a scraper tractor, if I remember correctly. That's awesome. There's more giddy up shirts in the stands than I, I knew what to do with. And I grabbed a lot of kids. Um, we had some extra time uh, just getting that track packed in. I interviewed a ton of kids. So I grabbed a kid in a giddy up shirt, you know, Ricky Roses. And I'm like, hey, who are you? Uh, Carter. And I said, uh, well, do you, why do you have a giddy up shirt on? He goes, well, I know Ricky. And I'm like, well, who's Ricky? That's my grandpa. He's like six, right, guys? I'm like, you call your grandpa Ricky? He goes, yep. And I was like, yes. I mean, the whole place just erupted. It was funny as hell. And I said, you get good. I said, if my grandpa owned a, a mod, I bet you get really good Christmas presents. And he said, they're awesome. <laughs> 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 oh, <it was> <clears throat> a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Met a ton of kids. Um, you guys, go see pullers. Go see pullers. Go talk to them. Sit on the tractor. Um, if you're scared, come to mine. I mean, we got cards for the kids and just a blast. But anybody will let you sit on your tractor. Unless they're unless somebody's wrenching on it, guys, leave them alone. Yeah. Um, or if you feel like you don't have that sense of familiarity, 
Yeah. You do what you do with us because you see us every Monday night. Yep. Come find one of us. We'll go make an introduction. I, I don't yeah, care. I mean, Let's Roos get you in like, there. People have come up to Roos and said, I want to sit on, you know, River Rat. And Ryan's like, just meet me after the poll. I'll make it happen, you know, because yeah. that's what we do. And then if you're more comfortable coming up, because that's that's what we do. But it was it was great. Um, It was fun to be. It was fun being parked next to Esden Lane and Brett Berg. I mean, I Brett, blew a, uh, what's that thing in my jig they have that helps them from not blowing their uh, whole motor off to the top? Uh, burst panel. Yeah. So he got a burst panel Friday night. So about 1.30 in the morning, all of a sudden, rup, and like, whoa. And definitely, you know, everybody just comes running. You know, and there's like 50 people standing around Berg at 1.30 in the morning starting up the mod that makes sure everything was okay. So, Jason tried to sell all of them T-shirts. No, I didn't. I was in. Oh, um, okay. I was in party mode at that that time nice we had so you're giving them away then <laughs> probably probably <laughs> Doug keeps me on a leash now guys so it's all good we had a probably couple a good uh, thing for everybody we had a couple kids that were coming around with the programs out at arlington and we're getting signatures of everybody and they started with like the young guns crew and that was kind of cool you know everybody you know what do you've got type of thing they're signing autographs and then even even gary even signed uh signed an autograph and little kids he said, what class do you pull in? And, and the little kid's flipping through the book to find it. And then Gary's like, right there. And the kid was, and he's like, where do you want me to sign it? He goes, right here. And like points to it. And Gary's like, okay. So Gary went ahead and signed it. I thought that was, I mean, that was pretty cool. But that uh, that was really fun. Amy Joes just, just messaged me and said, in the announcer stand, we will miss you this weekend. So, oh, thanks, Amy. I think I think that's actually a legit compliment, right? So, uh, for Amy, I'd, 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 I'd put that or in she's the compliment. Got, she's got crying emoji face on there. Maybe yeah. not. So. I put that in the compliment category. I have harassed Amy for years up in that announcer stand. A lot of yes, this yeah. is true. She is, she is awesome. She's amazing. She can, she can backstop me doing anything anytime. Mm -hmm. Awesome. She's, she and knows she what is, you're gonna like. Like if you're looking through the clipboard, she knows. Oh, you want this, and she'll get it out because you yep. want to know how somebody did Friday night or whatever. It's Saturday night. Yeah, she's and it's special. funny because every time Jason has harassed her. She has absolutely kicked his ass after the fact, and she will in a she, very public way. Take anything off awesome anybody to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I, love, I love me some Amy Joe. That's all I'm going to say. I love me some Amy Joe. My wife even says, "Would you just leave her alone, Jason? She's gonna, she's gonna press charges." I'm like, I love me some <laughs> so, if uh, she hasn't thus far, I think you're to clear. Yep. No, no, we we have a. Uh, an understanding it? yeah it's not an nda or anything crazy like that but just a general understanding that she appreciates me for who i am that's all i'm gonna say so uh, and you appreciate the fact that she will listen to your vacuum cleaner sales pitch yes she will. she will we called you at tpc to sell you a vacuum what time was that charles three <laughs> yeah it, it was old dark 30 and she was dreaming up ways to kill you yep <laughs> yep, yep. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I love it. Um, I'm going to, so the tractor will be in Toma Thursday night and Friday night, and then Manila, Iowa, Saturday night. And then the, the merchandise booth will be in um, Toma all weekend long. And we partnered with BigRigTees.com. I don't know if I told you guys this yet. So we're carrying their t-shirts now, and they are awesome. And then they're working on a Remedy shirt, and then they're going to do a W9 and a trailer shirt too. But uh, excited to have that level. And then so the beer money merch will be in 160 to 200 truck stops by the end of the year with all their other stuff as well. So we're really excited about that. Doug awesome. put that together for us. So pretty neat. Pretty you'd neat. best you'd best be ready for that Manila track. I'm ready. Is that will hook like an MFR. Good. Yep. Those boys build a killer track there. Bruce, and is that, that the crowd? 
Oh yeah. my god. They stayed till the end, right? Yeah. They Bruce, last year we had a rain delay. Yeah. The rainbow the crowd the didn't freaking move a muscle. All they did was order more beer. They <laughs> sold out of rain, every beer in the freaking beer in the beer truck. And when we say rain delay, like I'm not kidding, like chest rainbows piles of dirt and mud that they they took a dozer blade, turned it all the way on its side, ripped channels in there to get dry dirt, and redid the track. And we had to shoot over the dirt to shoot. Yes, it was through. annoying. It wrecked our pictures. It did, <laughs> but like it it's on the you know it, it's on one of those bucket lists that didn't exist of having to shoot over a dirt pile to shoot a pulling tractor because it was raining the entire time. But yes. And that they, crowd they, did not move. They absolutely eat up their pulling. They will be there. They will turn out. They will show up, and they will cheer. Yeah. Um, it is a great pull. If you are anywhere within a three-hour drive, get in the car. Go. Yeah, Saturday, June 25th, 6 o'clock, uh, 3-0 trucks, diesels, diesel super stocks, light limited pros. Limited pro stocks, light supers, pro four by fours, and then super farms. So, um, yeah, that starts at six. And I watched the live stream last year. I saw you and Cody on there, and then that's where um, Omer almost put Eleanor down there in that uh, in the entry trailer. So, oh, he yeah. put it in the entry trailer with the yep. girls. There was no disputing that. <laughs> he, the only mistake he didn't make is he didn't put it in the. I was gonna, the yeah. girls. Dan, Dan Taylor would be proud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Like if Dan Taylor and Mark Omer are not friends. In real life, they need to be. So people in Hutchinson were asking about Dan Taylor. We we do need to we gotta figure something out, Charles. Like like surprise. When is that big deal that poll? We gotta find out when. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm not sure when it is. There's you mean, so you mean like a different world up there. No, no, uh, it's crazy. But you we can get like in there TPC, now. So that's TPC good. TPC <coughs> Taylor, right? What's that? TPC next year, Dan Taylor. He, he might be our special guest. Maybe, yeah. but no, like, like it'd be cool to go up there and, and do a foray up into Quebec and, you know, even besides the uphill semi stuff, just go see what they do for pulling. I mean, we've, we've shown it on the show before mod four wheel drive tractors. Just it's nuts. They do cool stuff. Yeah. That's, but that's what makes it fun. Charles, that's the memorable stuff. You know, I call them gimmicks for the lack of better terms, but that's the stuff people remember, remember, you know? Yeah. Turn up the fuel pump. Weighted up to 27,000 pounds, and let's boogie. Let's do the boogie woogie. Jerry, you got to send me a text. So I bring you one of your T-shirts that we had made. I'm going to put that up on the screen right now, guys. We have our the Jerry Juice shirts. Did I show you guys this last week? No. So there is the official Jerry Juice, the co official cocktail of the Beer Money Pulling Team T-shirt. So we have those. Boy, could you have made him look any angrier? Well, Connie, <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Jer Juice said that uh, she didn't want because we actually the first shirt we had a picture we had the guy take Jer's silhouette and it was I mean it was Jer like Alfred Hitchcock Jer and uh, the shadow oh. thing and, and Connie saw it and's like no or there was Doug there was some banter back and forth like they didn't want to in case like say I don't know the FBI <laughs> didn't want official name and likeness so we went with grumpy old man instead yeah so it's all good. It's all good. So those shirts have been uh, been popular with the Jerry Juice fans. For people to, if you, if you know, you know. If That's you know, you know. Amen. So, um, I got to show Colin Burkholtz because he's on billboards all over Wisconsin. He's on the Toma website, so we got to show. Oh God, Colin. his head won't fit through the door either. 
tomatractorpool.com. I'm going to put that in the website again for all of you. And there is our good buddy, Colin, who can drive the hell out of a light pro anywhere he goes. And I, they have, they're the ones who got me into my first tractor. Uh, then my 1206 came down the road, like literally a mile down from their house. So Doug told me that they were selling and put it together for me. <laughs> I had to pay for it. Oh, Jer's comment. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we actually have people now that come to our trailer and say, what's this Jer juice that you guys have? And we're like, Right, you know, sure. if they're if they're younger, I say, How old are you? And I of course, you know, of course believe them if they say they're 21. So then we have some deer juice. And then um I had a couple older gentlemen from South Dakota that watched the show on Monday nights and they came over the trailer and they got some deer juice in Monday night or uh, in Hutchinson as well. So we are spreading the deer juice uh gospel, Charles. Is that the word I'm looking for? We are spreading the gospel, and you don't have anything to worry about, Jared, because you're not selling it, you're you're offering it. So yep. yes. And Adam, we're very sorry, but that's your own dumb fault. For not getting the peach. Yeah, we we drank it all before you got over there. It's your problem. Yeah. And furthermore, we hope that Tiffany has given you a hard time about not bringing some over for her, because we know she liked it. <laughs> we're just gonna start calling it spicy Capri Suns, because it goes down about. <laughs> Is the that what we're gonna call it now? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I love I, it. Well, guys, I like it, but I like it, but I don't know if I can, like, you know, after the, after a few rounds of it, if I'm capable of, you know, stabbing a straw in a bag. So, just saying. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's why you carry a pocket knife. Just stab the bag and <laughs> consume the contents. Yeah. <laughs> Open the channel. Open the channel. Yeah. Hi, um, Tiff. Hi, Tiff. We miss you. All right, guys. It's been two hours and five minutes of our life. It's been a blast. It's been educational. It's been fun. Um, Jared Juice was a hit at our camp out. Okay. <laughs> our camp out. I love it. So it's in it's in California now, Jared. So you've I'm made it. Go ahead. Actually, Ruth. we've uh we've made it then to both coasts because we've okay. got the West Coast covered with, with John and his crew. Um We've got the East Coast pretty much covered with uh, Kendra and uh, their crew. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. Your nationwide. We do Outlawed with Ron Stone. Wednesday night is going to be, we're going to do the California show first, and then Eastern Extreme comes on with Jerry Richardson and Kendra talking about all things East Coast polling. So, we're going to cover you from coast to coast here with the Beer Money polling team. As always, our, our pretty face will be here every Monday night for you. So, good luck to all the pullers. Spectators, please support these events. Um, if you're a little light on your favorite class by four or five tractors, no, it's not on purpose. Um, it's life. And uh, don't don't hammer the promoters. Don't hammer the no. associations. Everybody's doing their best. I had a long chat with Greg Randall. You know, and we've all seen the numbers, but you know what? They're putting on good shows, and it's still the most affordable family fun you'll ever have. So um, do not, don't be that guy or that gal. Have fun. Enjoy it. So we all we all know your favorite puller. If they're not there, it's because they're waiting on parts. It's not because yep. they don't want to. They want to be there. Trust me. We did. Yep. It's just is. And promoters, to the Monroe County Recreation Park, June twenty third, twenty fourth, and twenty fifth. It's the Budweiser Dairyland Super Nationals.
Tacoma welcomes five action-packed sessions, three days of NTPA pulling power on two horsepower hungry pulling tracks. Info at ColaTractorPool.com. That's ColaTractorPool.com. June 23rd through the 25th, it's the Budweiser Dairyland Super Nationals. Good night, fellas. Good night, guys. See you guys. Later. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks. Great show, guys. Later. See you in Mount City. Peace.